Mega Dads Live is a mature rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads and the Mega Moms, not the Mega Kids. Earmuffs, everybody. Let's do this. This episode of Mega Dads Live is powered by Mega Dads Plus, bringing you exclusive content, early access, and an all new rewards program. You can become a member today by visiting patreon.com slash megadads and joining for as little as $1 a month. $1 a month? Anybody can afford that. Shit, my wife pays me $1 a day just to sleep on the couch. Our Megadads Plus members for April 2019 are Jason Bryant, Antonio Guillen, Dan Morgan, Skinny Matt, Luke Porter, Brian Scott, Jason Lacey, Mark Carabin, Sean Capri, The Boppo Yucks Dudes, Alex Van Aken, Constantly Calibrating, Jesse Waldack, Timothy Alf, Tony Hughes, Andrew Gonzalez, The Nintendo Guru, Chris Birdo, Ryan Inderlead, Joseph Hoover, Eric Townsend, and Andy Penzik. And our Hundo P Club members are Mark Peterson, Dan Nagan, Grouchy Surge, Luke Lore, Johnny Casino, David Snyder, Eric Guptail, the Nintendo Dads Podcast, and Justin Masson. My God, you guys. What support. What a group. Unbelievable. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. I have such an erection. Your support is so powerful, it's giving me an erection. That's, oh, it's so big. Cue the music. Go to the show. Oh my God, my boner. Welcome everybody to Mega Dads Live, episode 61 for April 2019. On this month's episode, we're talking about The Division 2, Yoshi's Crafted World, Baba Is You, and much, much more. My name is John Wall, and joining me as always to my front is Adam Leonard. Adam? Hi. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Let me ask you a question. Right, right now? Does your kid spend a lot of time on the YouTubes? Uh, too, too much. Ooh, did you hear that crack? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you, you I'm cracking open a fresh water. Crap up, crap, crap. <laughs> Not crapping up a fresh water. <laughs> crapping open a fresh water. Um, 
I I wouldn't say. I mean, more than I'd like, I guess. Yeah. It's not gotten out of hand yet. He doesn't get the shakes or anything when he's not on YouTube. Right. But when he is on YouTube, um, it's, well, A, it's it's always pure garbage. It's yeah. just nothing. Trash. But, nothing, but, um, nothing but rich parents exploiting their children for future financial gain. Oh, um, but yeah, it's it's not a it's not a, a, a good thing. I was watching, or I was kind of overseeing what one of my daughters was watching the other night, and it was these young people, probably like twenty or whatever, um, and they always seem to live in these giant, like empty-ish houses, mm-hmm. and it's yep. like I don't know where whose houses these are. I think it's in Florida. But the whole video was just them going to the mall and spending obscene amounts of money, going to like. Louis Vuitton and Gucci and then in the bottom of the screen there'd just be a running tally of how much money they spent and them just bragging about all the money they were spending and it made me hate you the world your daughters were watching this yeah why um because they're stupid and they have bad taste in entertainment (laughs) does your kid only watch the the uh YouTube kids app yes okay I have I am very like fervent that he is not allowed to go on like normal regular youtube yeah Um, he's only allowed to watch youtube kids here's the thing is youtube kids while quote unquote more kid friendly is not like it's they don't police that shit real well well it's infinitely dumber you know yeah like he's he's still to the point where he likes watching a lot of the cartoon stuff like he'll watch they got like pj masks right or you know, Paw Patrol or whatever on there, and he he mostly watches that, mm-hmm. but he also is really into that Ryan's Toy Review, yeah. which is like bordering on just being absolute nonsense. You um, should be grateful if that's as bad as it gets. Is, is Ryan Ryan's Toy Review? Um, I've seen I've seen him uh, dabble in some of the other stuff, like you know, the thirty-year-old women who are dressed up as Elsa and Anna. Uh, like running through their backyard singing songs Ugh. and it's like yeah it just it's gross it's just kind of gross yeah my seven-year-old sam uh the other day she you know youtube kids is only on phones and tablets right as an app yep on the website it doesn't exist and like on the switch it just has the youtube app I didn't even know that Switch had YouTube. Right, and and they'll a lot of times watch on the Switch. Okay, but I think I gotta restrict them to the to just the kids app because she came to me the other day and she's like, Dad, I was listening to some music on YouTube. Really? She said, Yeah, and uh, they said in the song that uh, F word B words get cash. <laughs> Did she say F word? She said those were her exact words. She said F word, B words, get cash. Ah. So I think I need to crack down. Did you were like, I don't understand what you mean. It took me a while to process exactly what the lyrics of this song were. But I think I cracked the code. Uh, so she was on standard. To fucking YouTube. bitches get cash. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, which I'm not okay with. So, you're not okay with fucking bitches getting cash? No, they need to earn that cash. Right. They can't just get cash because they're fucking bitches. No, that doesn't being entitle... A fu- being a fucking bitch doesn't... Entitle you to cash. Exactly. You need to get a job like everybody else. Right. I can see how that would be frustrating for you. You don't want right. to... Right, it wasn't you- the cursing. It right. was the life lesson I was upset about. Right. 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So I was just curious because uh, I, I I think there's some real hard life lessons that are gonna go down in my house um, uh, soon. Do your do your kids swear? No, no. They'll they'll come to me. They'll get there. You know what? Chloe. Yeah. Said, shit. Uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of threw it out there and it surprised me. Yeah. Because neither one will swear. I mean, Sam will come up to me and she'll say, oh, I, somebody at school said the SH word. Right. And, and you know, so she, she, she knows not to swear mm-hmm. around me, at least. And Chloe has never done it. Uh, so when she dropped shit, uh, <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I was surprised. Right. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, she's at that age, you know, she's almost in middle school. I'm sure at school she's, all the kids are cussing, I'm sure. The other day I got home from work like and, and I knew I had like I had like a good solid 40 minutes before Christy was going to leave her job. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got 40 minutes before she calls Resident Evil time. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get into this. Right. And of course, the Xbox didn't work. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like I, I spent a, like a good 10 minutes trying to get that Xbox to work and it wouldn't. Right. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to play something else. But now I've only got like. 25 minutes right exactly the the window is closing the window is closing quickly um and so i'm like okay i'm gonna play everybody's golf i haven't played everybody's golf in a while i'm just gonna play golf for a while right boot up the playstation 4 throwing everybody's golf needs an update Mm, shit and and of course playstation takes like seven hours to update anything right so it's like you've got three days estimated time before your golf game is ready so i'm like okay screw that so i threw an uncharted right right uncharted 4 and I'm like half. I knew I was halfway through the campaign, so I'm like, well, I can just probably pick it up in the middle of some action. And oh, and so play. you'd already restarted the game? I had restarted like last year sometime. Okay. So I'm like, I can just jump into Uncharted and play some quick action for like 20 minutes, and and then that'll that'll satisfy my needs right now. Right. Um, and so I booted that game up, and I was at the point. I don't know if you remember much about Uncharted Four. I was at the point where they were on the 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 boat. It's Sam and Drake on the boat on the small little set of islands mm-hmm. looking for yep. treasure, so there's no bad guys around. I say it's very kind of puzzly, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, there's no action here whatsoever. <laughs> so I played until they got home. Uh-huh. And then Elliot was watching me, and I'm like, well, this is fine. I'm not shooting anybody. I'm in a safe area of the game. Right. I even let him play, because all you're doing is like running around the islands and jumping on stuff. And then he played to the point where the ship crashes and Nate, Nate gets separated, right? Right. Remember, and it's like it's pouring rain and you're exploring the island and you're looking for Sam. Uh, and then this is the part where he's like really hurt and he's like climbing on rocks and he's falling a lot and he's yeah. and he's just like really beat down. And during this part, he swears a lot. Every time <laughs> he falls, he's like, shit, shit, shit. And I'm sitting there and Elliot's playing and he's not saying a word. He's uh-huh. not even like reacting. And then Christy's on the couch, and I keep like looking over at Christy, <laughs> and she's like looking at me like eyebrows are way up. Right. right? Like, like you're really gonna cartoonish, let him... like not attached to like, her head anymore. Right. Like hovering above. Yep. Yep. And she's giving me this like, this is really this is what you want to precedent you want to set for your son. And I'm like, I don't think he's really listening so much as he's because he was like kids are always listening <laughs> right but he was like like glossy eyed and just like this it looks really cool right and and it's like a lot of intense like climbing on rocks and stuff so he was like he was drawn in but i didn't think he was like really paying attention to like 
the words. Right. Because he doesn't really know what swearing is yet. Right. And then um, he looks over at me. He's like, Daddy, why did he just say, oh, damn it? And I'm like, okay, let's eat. Let's, yep. Let's dinner time. Time. For, time for dinner. And I was like, oh, I was having so much fun watching him play this. Right. And I was just like, oh, I forgot how, not like vulgar, but like they say shit all yeah. the time in that game. Right. And I was like, dang. Not well, like vulgar cusses, but. Uh, right. No MFers or anything like that, but right. certainly more than a four-year-old should hear. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the most enjoyment I'm going to get out of that for a while. <sighs> that's the end of your Uncharted playthrough. Mm -hmm. no, no small talk coverage for Uncharted 4. Before we jump into all the games we've been playing mm -hmm. this month, and there's a lot. So many. I think we should do a little business. Nope. Tell the folks about how our... How this how this show works, Adam. Our, our games? Our, well, our, uh, our, what do you call them? The hot takes. The hot takes? The Mega Dad's The hot, hot takes. takes. Yep. Uh-huh. And, so, uh, and the dictionary. And the, the dictionary. I got a good dictionary one this month. Do you? Do you want to do that first? Sure. Okay. Let's, let's do the dictionary first. Okay. So Mega Dad's dictionary is a game that we play every single month on Mega Dad's Live, where I scour the internet, mm -hmm. and I find a term... It's usually used by the youngins, like the kids these right. days. Uh, what's what do they call uh, after the post millennial? What, are, what? There's a term. What are they? Gen Z? They've made those already. I think so. Isn't that Gen Z? I don't know. I think maybe that's what it is. I think that was a Marvel comic book right. in, the in the late 1990s. Yeah. So this is what they say, probably. It could be. I didn't even know they made those yet. <laughs> <laughs> they do make them. Okay. They, they haven't stopped making kids. They haven't stopped making people? No. Okay. Anyway, so I find a term on the internet, and then we have to use it casually, insert mm -hmm. it into conversation throughout the episode. If we do that correctly, you will hear this sound right here. That sound. That sound. Indicating that you've used it properly, and you get a point. Wow. And, uh, John. Yep. What... What are these points redeemable for this month? These points, if you collect enough of them, yeah. if you cash in 1,000 points, oh, that's a lot of points, you will get a $5 coupon uh -huh. for Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, they still make those? They still make those. <laughs> Gen Zers and Bed Bath & Beyond? Sir. Yeah, yeah, still still a thing. Huh. Still a thing. What can you get at Bed Bath & Beyond these days? Almost anything. Yeah? You could get a toaster. Uh-huh. You could get uh, ice cube trays. Mm. You could get some new bed sheets. Mm. Uh, you could probably get uh, a, a set of candles or massaging uh, oils. Uh, oils. You can That's... get a lot of some framed artwork. Yeah. Uh, probably a can of mixed nuts. Mm. I think all of these things are available. Lots of things that are branded by like um, Food Network chefs. I, probably. I There's a lot of Rachel Ray. Probably uh, a lot of Emerald Legacy uh -huh. uh, branded yeah. items. I wonder if I could get myself a pair of Emerald Legacy socks. Most likely, you could. <laughs> that probably falls into uh, Beyond. When I put, when I put them on my feet, I gotta go bam. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't get annoying at all. This month's dictionary term is with the shits. <laughs> with the shits. With the shits. And with, with the shits, I've found is actually a Chicago-based slang. I don't know why when when the person wrote the the uh, description of with the shits felt the need to specify that it came from Chicago, um, but much like 
what deep dish pizza they're right. very proud of this term mm. and their cubs mm. so with the shits do you want to give a, a guess as to what with the shits means <laughs> i should have this tattooed on me <laughs> You're never going to get it. I don't even understand it knowing what it means. I don't even have a guess. Uh, it means to be in agreement with something. So like okay. So okay. like I could I could say, "Man, Uncharted 4 is an amazing game. Are you with the shits on that?" Okay. Okay, I get you. I get okay. how I would use that in okay. a sentence. Or you could be talking about uh, Sekiro, Shadows right. Die Twice, and I'd be like, "I am not with the shits on that." Right. Okay. I got it. I gotcha. So with with the shits. With the shits. Yeah. Um, and then also our other game is the Megadad's Hot Take. Hot Take! Every episode of Megadad's Live, you and I have one hot take to spend mm-hmm. if we have some sort of like strong opinion right. that we don't want to be bothered to argue about. No. We just want to lay down the law. We can spend a Megadad's Hot Take. You will hear this sound. <laughs> Hot and then the other one's just got to shut their fat mouth yep. and take it. Just while, listen. While, while they tell you tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. Great. Tell you the biz. Tell you the biz. Uh-huh. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we've got some games to talk about. we got a butt ton of games. Where do we even begin, Adam? I don't know. Where do you want to begin? I've got a lot of games. You've got a lot of games. Let's rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Are the people are just going to trust that we're doing this right? Oh, yeah. Okay. How, how many are we doing? It's one, two, three, bam, and we'll just go first. The first one. First, one and done. One and done. High stakes. All the marbles. High stakes audio rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Huh. Oh, damn. We got a tie. Uh, right again. It actually happened. One, two, three. Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Do it again. One, one two, two, three. Huh. <laughs> Keep going, keep going. One, two, three. Huh? Ah, I oh, won. you beat Scissors. me, you son of a bitch. What game are we going to talk about? Scissors beats paper. Let's talk about The Division 2. The Division 2 is an action RPG developed by Massive Entertainment and published by Ubisoft. It is available now for the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Before we talk about The Division 2, hold yeah. on a second. Mm-hmm. That game we just played, what's it called? Rock, Paper, Scissors. Right, okay. Uh, I'm tying this back to our first conversation. Elliot was watching Ryan's toy review. Okay. And they played paper, rock, scissors. Paper, paper, that's not paper the, rock, scissors, that, shoot. Is that the remake? I don't know. I, how... I was, I'm like, is this like a duck, duck, gray duck thing where it's a regional, which one you put first? I'd never heard of I've paper. never heard. And then I'm thinking to myself like, okay, that's alphabetical, right? Paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. So maybe there's like a, a segment of the country we should ask the community to weigh right. in on this. Yeah. How do you play rock, paper, scissors? Uh, that's the right way. Right. If you're stupid, you can tell us that it's another way. Yeah. I mean, can you make like scissors, rock, paper? That doesn't even sound like a real thing. That doesn't sound like a game. No. That sounds like a hassle. Right. No. Yeah. If you if you if you say it any other way than rock, paper, scissors, let us know. Yeah. And then we can mock you on Twitter. Weird. The Division Two, Adam. Yes, John. Follow-up to The Division 1. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You played uh, some Division 1. I played a little bit of The Division 1. We got a, we got a pair of codes mm-hmm. on The Division 1, and mm-hmm. I remember we played a few times. Yes. I enjoyed it. It was a, I was a big fan. That was, I, that was back it. in a day when I had more online time. Yep. 
uh, this game coming around. I'm just kind of, well, first of all, as we know, I've lapsed my like online subscriptions. So right. I'm not really playing online anywhere. Right. Um, but I also have way less time and mm. even lesser time to play shooting games. Even more lesser. Even more lesser time to play shoot games. Right. So I'm very curious to hear your take on this so that I can like sponge your enjoyment. That just, sounds gross. Just, <laughs> just sponge up all my enjoyment Sponge fluids. up all of your enjoyment. Um, okay, so first of all, I have to say I have played the game 100% solo. Not, oh. not online with anybody else. Free solo or Han solo? Free solo. Okay. Um, and I love this game. Love it. Love it. Okay. I feel like it is uh, quite a bit better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Even if it Should isn't be. radically different. They haven't changed up the formula tremendously recipes the same right the recipe is still the same you are uh this time in washington dc instead of new york uh the virus has still you know gone rampant spreading throughout the country you are trying to you know take back segments of washington dc the story you know it's there's not like a tremendous amount going on you know it's like i'm going through dc gonna beat all the bad guy gangs and you know blah 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 blah. do you let me ask you this yeah do you think if we had proper funding for our for our oversights in uh in our government this mm-hmm. would have happened probably not yeah probably not I wonder who's responsible for this if there was more regulation yeah this probably could have been maybe if fuckers would vaccinate their kids <laughs> This uh, this maybe could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot, Jim fucking Carey. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. Got off topic there for a second. <laughs> that, that got intense. <laughs> so yeah, you're in Washington, D.C. now. Um, the shooting feels great. It feels, it feels much more um, impactful, I think, than I remember it originally. Like the bullets hit harder, or what do you mean? Like, just the sound and... It's visceral? Yeah. Okay. It, it feels very, like... You know how, like... Not that this is, like, a great movie to hold as a standard for war films, but, like, remember the movie Black Hawk Down? I do. And, like, the firefights just felt very, like, intense. I mean, I spent most of my time in Black Hawk Down staring into Josh Hartnett's eyes. Right, because he's super dreamy and hot. Yeah. But I, yeah, I yeah. think I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's just the sound, the the zipping of bullets past yes. your head, the yeah. sound of the explosions in the distance. Mm-hmm. Just you feel like you're in a war zone, right. and when you get into a conflict, it's just very intense. Um, you're going. There's loads of missions to do. Uh, there are. You're kind of headquartered in Washington D.C. Or uh, rather, the White House itself. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the, in D.C. The main headquarters, mm-hmm. but there are different outposts throughout the world that you can take over and you can build up and improve by doing side missions you will get more uh, followers that will kind of congregate to these outposts okay uh, and they will kind of help you in different scenarios like in sui Coden? kinda yeah i mean yeah kinda a yeah. little bit as you're walking through the world you'll come across kind of roaming groups of of other good guys Okay. That'll be scavenging for materials, uh, but they'll also help you if a gunfight breaks out nearby and they're kind of close, they can help you. Hmm. Uh, there are certain missions where you can shoot up a flare gun and call for reinforcements and those guys will come back you up. 
Are those online guys? No, these are I've just... Heard you can do that, like, online, right? Can't you, like, yeah. summon help or whatever? Yep. Okay. Uh, in all, like, the main missions, um, when you get to, like, the beginning of it, you have the option of looking for people to jump into your game. Okay. Uh, but these are just AI-controlled people. So you've um, never played this online with anybody? No. Because you don't like people. I just... I mean, not really. Uh-huh. Not really. Uh -huh. Not tremendously. It's okay. You don't have to explain yourself. No. Um... So, yeah. So the shooting's great. There's a lot of variety in the missions. Uh, the the action is... The one criticism I would say is that the game... Like, the shooting is the shooting pretty much throughout. You know? Um, it's not going to be radically different gunfight to gunfight. Uh -huh. You do get some cool uh, gadgets and devices that you can use. There's, you know, drones that you can use to scan the environment. Is this smart glass enabled? It is not. I think the first one was, wasn't it? Well, I know they advertise it as such, but I don't really I know. Don't remember. We, we played it on PS4. We both had PS4 copies. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm playing this on Xbox One. Um, you know, you can set up turrets. There's these cool little um, bombs that are, like, the size of, like, maybe, like, a bocce ball that you drop by your side and they'll roll and they'll kind of hunt down targets and explode. Those are really cool. So there are some really cool um, gadgets in this game that do kind of add a little bit of variety to the um, to the combat. A couple things I'm really, really enjoying the most out of this game are the sense of place in the game. As far as like it just seems real? It seems... Or diverse, or what? For a big open-world game, it very much seems like every area you go is meticulously designed and and crafted. It doesn't at all ever feel like anything is just copy-and-pasted from another part of the world. Mm -hmm. It's weird. A, a game I've really been thinking about a lot as I'm playing it has been The Last of Us. Yeah. Because even more so than in New York, it feels like large sections of the city are just overgrown with, with trees and with moss and with grass and nature reclaiming it. And there'll be just cars smashed, flipped on their side, burning piles of garbage. There'll be deer running through the streets. I heard there's a lot of deer in this game. There's a lot of reason. deer. There's, you know, wildlife, random wildlife kind of scattered throughout. Um, it, it very much feels like the world of Last of Us, where it just feels like, you know, major shit just has no gone monsters. down. Just no monsters. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool to just explore the world and see how incredibly detailed it is and how much time and care has gone into every nook and cranny of this world. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Is this a game that you care about what you're doing or is this a game that's just like like a crackdown, turn your brain off and just enjoy the moments? It's a little in between. Uh-huh. Um I mean, I care more about what's going on in it than a crackdown, but like the story isn't all that. I mean, there's more to it. It's more involved. Not even is it a bag of chips? Maybe. It's a bag of chips, but it's not all that. It's not all that and a bag of chips. Maybe maybe just like some regular like Lay's. Okay. It's not like a bag of garden salsa sun chips, uh -huh. but maybe a b bag of Lay's. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> but it's not necessarily a shut your brain off because okay. the action is very playing solo is much more difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've, I haven't compared it to online, but from what I've heard from people, playing solo is, is much more challenging. So you have to go into each combat situation very kind of strategically, figuring out, okay, figure out where all the bad guys are, find a good place to position myself, get my strategy going. Okay, I'm going to place a turret here. I'm going to go after this guy because he's like the big, strongest guy in the, in the area, so I'm going to attack him first. You can't just jump in, boom, guns blazing, and, and expect to get very far. Hmm. Uh, another thing I really like is that being placed in D.C., number one, I think it's cool because I, I was there a few years ago and I recognize a lot of the stuff. You know, like I went into a restaurant that I ate at and I was like, yeah, this looks like the inside of the restaurant we had dinner at. Even the interior? Even the interior was like, yeah, we sat back there. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. How many interiors can you go to? Um, it's select, not like. So this must be a popular restaurant. Probably. It's right near the White House, so maybe it's quite popular. Huh. Um, and then like the museums and stuff, you know, that you go into where a lot of the big action scenes take place, are recognizable, and a really cool place to set missions and battles. Uh, two in particular, which I've played recently, were really cool. In the American History Museum, there's an exhibit on Vietnam. So you're going through this exhibit, and it looks kind of like the jungle, and there's trees, and there's huh. towers. So you're having this firefight in this recreation. Artificial Vietnam? Of Vietnam. Hmm. And then one I just did last night, which was super, super cool. Um, I'm about I'm about 20 hours into the game. Holy crap. <clears throat> I've been playing a lot at night. In the Air and Space Museum, there is a battle that takes place in a planetarium. And while you're fighting... Laser light show. There, There's a planetarium show going on <laughs> in this dome around you. So there's like Earth and space zooming around. It's not like a Led Zeppelin. Not a Led Zeppelin thing. Okay. But it was just... It's very cool to have a fight in here while this narrated, you know show is going on uh, all around you fun it's really really fun oh, man it's i'm having a fantastic time maybe i shouldn't have had kids <laughs> i could have could have played this thing it's really really good um huh. i've done a little bit of the dark zone stuff not a ton um that was very intense you know you go into these sections where real world people can be and you're all kind of going after the same kind of um Loot? Loot. You have to get the loot, get to an uh, extraction zone, you shoot up a flare, a helicopter will come in and airlift your loot out. But once you shoot up that flare... Everybody knows where you are. Everybody knows where you are, so they can come and try to get it from you. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Lots of fun. I'm really, really, really liking it. It's mm. really good. Division, really good. Division yeah. 2. You yeah. heard it here. It's a bag of lays. It's a bag of lays. <laughs> All that in a bag of lays. All right. <laughs> You've been playing... I've been you playing a lot of things, lot. John. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Can you, can you extend your legs so that your feet are sticking out? Because I'm about to blow your fucking socks off. Oh shit! Okay. I have two Switch games to talk about. Mother, what? Let's talk first about Yoshi's Crafted World. Yoshi's Crafted World is a platformer game developed by Goodfeel and published by Nintendo. It's available right now on the Nintendo Switch. 
there. I do. I do appreciate you actually extending your legs. I did. I you did have I, to do that. I thought though. this was going to be a little interactive bit. Nobody would. Nobody would have known. Well, I, I, I did need to stretch. It's though. good to know that. It's good to know you're responsive to my Yoshi's Crafted World. Yoshi's. This game. This game is cute. This game just dropped, yo. As as the kids would say, it looks cute AF. It is cute AF. Um, so this just came out, I think, on Friday, mm -hmm. and uh, we went to a water park um, for my wife's birthday celebration Friday night. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh, this game came out the same time we're going to a hotel. Did you bring the Switch? I brought the Switch. Good call. Uh, I started download here, mm -hmm. and then we immediately left, and I'm like, I'll just continue on the hotel with you. Yeah. And that ain't strong. No. That is not pretty strong. pretty shitty. Uh, so that ate up like half my Switch battery downloading it off of the the hotel withy mm -hmm. um but we got there and i've played okay so i'm playing full disclosure yep my opinions on this game reflect my time playing with elliot well because that's how i'm playing given. that's how i'm playing this game i'm not playing this game alone right playing this game with elliot it's daddy elliot time right not that it's not a good game to play by yourself right um but that's just this is how it's going yeah uh we've played through the entire first world first world I, I put in quotes because mm -hmm. it's it's kind of the the level structure of yoshi's crafted world is is a little more nebulous than like standard 2d mario yeah where the only way i know we've really finished the first world is because you're you're the whole point of the game is you're collecting these gems there's like i think there's like six gems that have been stolen by baby bowser and kamek sure um and we got the first one so i'm like well we must be done with the first quote-unquote world um the environment's were quite varied um, throughout that first world. So without that marker to kind of signify we just beat a boss, you know, it's I wouldn't be able to say, well, we just beat the snow level or right. we just beat the underwater world or whatever. Sure. And the other thing about it is with the aesthetic of it being arts and crafts built graphics, mm -hmm. everything is kind of like cluttered and busy looking. So, so while you can tell you're in like a a desert or whatever the desert isn't quite different from like the underwater because it's all made up of like cardboard and pom-poms and shit right you know what i mean like you, yeah. can, you can tell what they're going for but the whole game is just made up of shit right there's just there's just it's like a bomb went off in a joanne fabrics exactly there's just everything's made of garbage right um so uh Okay, so I've got a few notes here that I want to talk about. Okay. I wrote notes about this game because I've only had a couple of days and I wanted to kind of formulate my thought. I haven't had a lot of time to process here. Mm -hmm. um, the first thing I want to say is in the first world, there's not a lot of enemy variety. Okay. Um, it's mainly... Goombas and things? It's, no, it's mainly shy guys. Oh, okay. A, a whole bunch of shy guys and towards the end of the first world, a bunch of mousers. Really? So I'm getting Mario 2 vibes here, right? Right. So I'm thinking, okay, it doesn't make any sense that everything's made of like garbage and Yoshi is made of yarn. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is like some sort of drug-fueled hallucination, like a like a just like a, a dream. Yeah. You're thinking semi-sequel to Mario 2? So I'm thinking like Yoshi got his hands on a bunch of like LSD. No. Glue. <laughs> he's Oh, that makes more sense. He's huffing glue. And he's like, and he's maybe, maybe he's at Joanne Fabrics and right. he's like in the back room and he's just like got a, a thing of 
rubber cement. Right. Uh, Elmer's rubber cement. And right. he's just like... He's just locked himself in the bathroom. He's just passed out on the floor. Right. Surrounded by, you know, uh, pipe cleaners and, and right. paper plates. And, and, and this felt. This whole thing is because Yoshi has gone off the deep end and he's on a serious bender. Oh, I would love if that was the post credit scene. <laughs> this Yoshi waking up in a pool of vomit. <laughs> and, like, Lakitu is like, Yoshi! Yoshi, are you alright? And Yoshi's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't tell my wife! <laughs> so I'm wondering if this is like all a dream, and that explains what. Because, you know, why Why would everything be made of like construction paper? That doesn't right. make sense. Right. I, I've just grounded it in reality. Okay, so that's take one. Um, take two. The game, while exceptional, and I wanna I wanna I wanna put this out there right now. This mm -hmm. game is fantastic yeah it is mario 2d perfected right mm -hmm. it's so much fun however this game does not have any sort of innovation to this point that i'm at right. so far it's pretty very, by the books it's very by the books and whereas like a 3d mario game they're constantly introducing new spins on the formula like mario odyssey had the hat mm -hmm. that was like the hook of the whole game mario galaxy had the the gravity and the planets mario sunshine had the water backpack and then like older mario 2d would have like new power-ups or things like that right this is very much just what you'd expect from a yoshi um and even to the point of like the the graphics like this is i mean it looks great Mm -hmm. it, I really like it. They do this really cool thing where when you fight bosses, they kind of do that Lego movie, uh, Spider-Verse thing where they take out frames of animation. So it almost looks like right. almost looks like stop motion yeah. as they introduce the villains. And that looks great. And I kind of wish the whole game animated that way. But it's just like certain cutscenes. Um, it looks really good, but it's also kind of getting tired at this point. Yeah. Because we had Wooly World... You had those two Kirby games, which were Claymation. Right. I would love to see a 2D Mario game that's just, like, really high-res, polished, but, like, actually the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, when was the last time we got a new take on 2D Mario engine? Right. It was new Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, like, right. it's been a long time. And while this looks really great, it's also kind of, like, not special anymore. Mm hmm So I find myself being more like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's clever. But not like, not blown away by not it. Not blown away by it. Um, I the, would love to see a 2D Mario game that was like a very hand-drawn looking I art know, style. Right. I mean, yeah. even like Paper Mario kind of did this, but Paper, Mar Paper Mario did it better because you'd like, you'd fold your guy up and you'd have special paper-based power-ups. Right. This is just like, it's just kind of there it's just because. It's the aesthetic so yeah, far. It's just kind of like, they don't really reference it. They don't really, I mean, we know Yoshi's you know, hallucinating. Right. But they don't really point anything out as to why it is this way and it doesn't really do anything to affect the game other than it's just like, oh, that's kind of clever. At least so far. Right, at least so far. Um, there's a new costume system in the game uh, where there are, throughout throughout the world, there are little, like, uh, coin machines, mm -hmm. like vending machines, uh, and you spend actual coins that you, that you earn throughout the levels and you unlock costumes. Uh, these are fucking dumb. <laughs> Uh, they're really dumb. It's not like the last Yoshi game where it was like a where you tap your amiibo and you get like a Samus skin, right? Or like a, a Kirby skin or whatever for your Yoshi. These are all just like they're basically like painted cardboard boxes that he wears around his waist. 
Okay. So like maybe he's a mine cart. Or maybe he's a I think stroller. I saw like one that was like a labo picture, one that was like a labo box. Yeah. Around They're all basically just boxes that he wears on his waist. Yeah. And in my brain as we're playing, I'm like, these are so stupid. Elliot's going to want to use these. Elliot doesn't want to use them. He doesn't give a shit. He, he, he got it really excited when he got it out of the machine. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, well, here's this whole catalog of things you can put on. He's like, I want to be the kitty. And he put the kitty one on. He's like, I don't want to wear that. <laughs> and then we got to the next one, and he unlocked a whole bunch of new stuff. And we went into the menu again, the little the little closet. And he's looking all through. He looked through every single one. He's like, I don't want to wear any of these. I'm like, good, because they're, Cause they're pointless and dumb. They just look like they look like Yoshi's homeless. You know, it's like it's his cardboard <laughs> home, and uh, they're just kind of dumb. But as as much snark as I'm throwing, this game is adorable. Mm-hmm. It is the perfect Nintendo game to play with your kids. This is Elliot's first co-op game. Every game he's ever played before, you know, Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild or Spider-Man. Yeah, all single-player. All single-player experiences where we kind of hand the controller back and forth. We're playing together, and it's blowing his mind. Like, it's got... New Super Mario kind of, you know, chaos where you can bounce off of each other mm-hmm. and Yoshi can eat the other Yoshi, which that's fun because once you're inside another Yoshi's mouth, you can't you can't escape until he, they spit you out. Does he think it's hilarious to just Thinks, eat you? Yeah, and I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, you're missing all the red coins. You're missing all the red coins. <laughs> Fucking spit and, me out. And I'm in your belly. Uh, but... It's got the um, Donkey Kong Returns kind of thing where you can jump on the other guy's back. So if we're at a really difficult part That's of good. platforming, right. Elliot can jump on my back. And when they do that, it's really cool because whoever is mounted mm-hmm. is controlling where you go. Whoever's mounting shoots the eggs. Yeah, that's normally how it works. Got it. Yeah? Got it. Okay. I am with the shits. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so that's really cool. So like if there's a tricky part, mm-hmm. he just jumps on my back and I carry him through and then you know, we go from there. So it's it's not as aggravating as like a as like a new Super Mario. Cause I remember that kind of thing. You'd you'd bounce to somebody's head and throw him down a cliff. Right. They'd die and you'd get pissed. It'd get frustrating. Um we're playing in the greatest thing that Nintendo has ever thought of. You know, this last generation or two, they've implemented mellow mode into their games. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, every game should have this. Sekiro should have mellow mode. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Yoshi can just like infinitely float. Right. You know, you eat a bad guy, you get twice the eggs. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so, because it's like, this kind of game, you're not really playing for the balls hard challenge. No. Like, I never really understood why Donkey Kong... Uh, the tropical, tropical freeze was so punishingly difficult. Right. Like that's not what people buy these games for. Right. So this is it's just like a it's a breeze to play through. And you know, for a four year old, even on easy mode, there are tricky parts. So that integration of co op is perfect. You can just jump in and help. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm still really early, so I'm sure I'll talk about it a little bit next month as well. But uh Nintendo is starting the year off right. I'm very happy nice. with, uh, with Crafted World so far. A lot of fun. Nice. Do you know what else he would probably like? What's that? Elliot would probably really be into Farm Together. Start.
Farm Together is a farming simulator developed and published by Milkstone Studios, and it's available now for the PC, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, this game, Adam, so I, I, I wrote a thing about it. I did a family game night. Yep. And I think I've talked about it on uh, Mega Dad Diaries. Yep. So uh, some people probably have already kind of heard my opinion on the game. But for those that haven't, I'll kind of go through really quickly. Uh, this game is fucking amazing and addicting as hell. Is that how Chloe reviewed it? That, that Those were her words, not mine. Yeah. Her words. Um, in a very Animal Crossing kind of way. Mm. Um, this is a game where you, you're, you're, you're playing a farmer. You're, you're picking a plot of land. You're building your farm. You are planting crops. You are putting in animals. You are harvesting and selling those crops to earn money and items and customizing your farm exactly the way you want it. Sounds very <clears throat> Stardew Valley. It is a bit Stardew Valley, but much more kind of casual. It's just missing the the um, the uh, distraction of sexual conquest. Right. So yes. That was yes, a big part yeah. of Stardew Valley. Yes. There are no. Uh, there's no intercourse in right. this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. Yeah. I mean, it's very friendly and like kind of kid friendly and casual. If you place something in your world, you can move it. You can rearrange it. You know, for free. You're not like penalized if you want to. Oh, now I want to move the barn over to this side. You know, you just pick it up and you can plant it over there. Like real life. Like real life. Did you just say plant a barn? Possibly. You know, you know, uh, I've never been to a farm. Have you been playing this game much? I've never been to a farm uh-huh. before. I don't know exactly how they work. That's how buildings work. Yeah, you plant building seeds. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you plant your wood in you're, the ground. <laughs> and that seed will will grow into a barn. Uh, um, you bad at this game? No, I'm really good at this game. Okay. I have played this game probably every day since I downloaded it almost a month ago. Like, every single day. Still? Still. Because it's also got that kind of Animal Crossing thing where everything is running in real time. Oh, really? So when you're not there, stuff is still happening. So if I plant... So the different crops that you plant will have different timers on them. Like, okay, corn takes two days till you can harvest it. Yeah. You know, tomatoes take five hours. How long do barns take? (laughs) <laughs> Motherfucker. Actually, uh, three days. Okay. Three days. Yep. Um, so if I plant something that takes eight hours uh, at the end of the night, if I play the game first thing in the morning, they're ready to harvest. Mm. So there, there's this thing where it's like every day you want, you got to check in because you got to harvest your plants and you got to replant your crops. Do you have, do you have uh, livestock? You do have livestock. So you got to feed them. You got to feed the animals. Okay. And you got to collect the eggs and the milk. And all that, and then you can take the milk and you can break, take it to the creamery and make cheese and blah blah blah. Um, this sounds intense. It sounds like work. I mean, it's there's a lot to it, but it's very simply presented. All my kids are playing it. Is this free to play? No. no. Okay. Um, sounds like mobily. You know what I mean? It, Especially it, the name. It feels in a way almost mobily. Yeah. Because there's like there are certain currencies that you get like. Uh, you know, certain crops that you plant, you'll get diamonds and you have to use diamonds to buy certain items or there's ribbons that are used for certain items. 
And that feels like something that's like, oh, that's like a microtransaction-y, like, do you want right. to buy 50 more diamonds? It seems like it would be designed for that, but it's not. Hmm. Uh, there, There is some DLC that they've got, but it's like, um, you know, new buildings and new aesthetics and... and new building of, seeds? New building seeds. Um, stuff like that. But um, it's really... There's a lot of variety. There's a lot to... You know, there's fruits, there's vegetables, there's animals. You can build houses and then you can decorate the insides of these houses. And, really? And that unlocks different jobs inside the houses. So you can, like, do cooking in the houses with the you know the different ingredients that you get and by cooking different things you'll unlock other stuff and you're constantly earning something every everything you do whether it's just tilling the ground or picking apples from your tree everything is earning you experience or money so you're constantly constantly leveling up and as you level you unlock new tiers of items do you ever leave the farm uh, well, you can go to other people's farms. Okay, because but there's not like a like a village. There, or... there isn't a village. Although I am building a, t- a town. The the huh? So the the area. A lot of seeds. The area that you can unlock in this game is fucking huge. Really? Like you start off with one plant, but you can or one plot of land. Yeah. You can expand. I think I saw on the map that there's probably 20 squares you can unlock total. I have like five squares. So you can make this this area huge. I mean, they actually have... You can buy fast travel locations and put them where you want in your map. Oh my goodness. So that you can zip around. Do you populate your town or is it just like a ghost town? It's... Uh, well, there are farm hands that you can buy and you can hire. That sounds like slavery. <laughs> You have to pay them in tickets. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that's... Okay. And they will do some of your work. They will, like, water crops, and they will, you know, harvest crops. There's Daniel, my water boy. Other people can go into your world. Uh, It's got 16 player online. So up to 16 people can be in a farm at one time. So I'll be playing sometimes, and all of a sudden, oh, here's some random guy who jumped into my game, and he's picking crops and, and, and helping me out. Why is he helping you out? Because if you go into somebody else's world and do some of their work, when you go back to your world, you will get an experience boost for a certain amount of time, depending on how much work you did. Okay. So I've done that a couple times. I've gone into somebody else's world and, you know, it's kind of fun just to check out to see how they've built things, laid stuff out. But then when you go back, you've got an experience boost. Uh, But like I said, I'm building a little section of town for myself. There are buildings that you can purchase slash grow uh like different little shops like a vegetable stand and there's like a gift shop that does different stuff so i've kind of dedicated a section of the map where i am building up a town sounds dope it's super fun it's super addicting they've just updated the pc and xbox versions with four player split screen and i think they're adding that to the switch what are you very soon I'm playing on Switch. Okay. Which Why? Is because it's the kind of game that's really fun to like. Number one, I'll play it in bed. 
it's fun to do that just like oh i gotta water my crops and do that kind of shit so i bring it with to bed um what are you doing honey i'm pulling radishes <laughs> <laughs> and also i've been using a lot i've got the two different docking stations one upstairs and down for this you got two docks i got two docks you you, you what do they call that splurged i splurged Is that which right? Is i've that actually right i've actually really loved having two because then i can you know if yeah. the kids are doing something I've downstairs i've often thought about it but those are ridiculously priced yeah, what were they, like 60 bucks or something? Yeah. So if the kids are playing Minecraft downstairs, I can just bring the Switch upstairs. You just say, F you guys. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, so it's really, really good on the Switch. Um, my wife plays it. Both the kids play it. They both are really, you know, they 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 figured it out really quick. Um, it's it's really, really good. Hmm. It's one of my favorite games of the year. 20? Not bad. 15 or 20? It's really not bad. No, no, it's re it's really affordable. It's I'm very well you're done. You're not playing this on Xbox. You play everything on Xbox. I do. It just felt like something that would probably be good on the Switch. Okay. And I'm glad I did it on the Switch. Okay. But really great. If you like Animal Crossing games, if you like Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, anything like that, you'll really, really like. If you together. hate free time, if you hate free time, okay. yeah, maybe not. All right. But it's a game you could play with. You know, Elliot, and you don't have to worry about inappropriate, you know, materials. It's they good stuff. They don't run around saying, shit, nope. damn it. Nope. People can sign your guest book when they visit your town, but it's like, uh, there's like 20 preset little phrases that they can say. But it's kind of neat then just to see, oh, look at these players that have come, you know, to my to my farm. Sounds wholesome. It is. All it's right. great. Okay. Adam. I don't even know, John. You've got a game on this list. I don't even know. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it. I have zero notes on this game because I don't even know what to say. But Baba is you. Baba is you is a puzzle game developed and published by Hempuli Oi. It is available now on the PC and Nintendo Switch. Okay. So before I start talking about Baba is You, mm -hmm. um, full disclosure, yep. this is an Adam game. Total Adam game. This is Adam TM game. Um, I'm kind of known by our listeners as liking things outside of the bubble of like popular opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I ranted and raved about Night in the Woods. Yep. And I don't think anybody who played that game in our immediate community, other than you, right, enjoyed that game at all. Um, Donut County, another game that mm -hmm. I gushed over. Again, everybody that I've heard from on that game thinks it sucks. Uh, so people give me a lot of crap about uh, Katamari. Katamari. Yeah, another one. I the wish to hell you would play Oxen Free. I so. So want you to play Oxen. Free. Oxen free? Isn't that about ghosts and stuff? Yeah. 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 It's one of those games. That seems like that would be super your thing. Maybe. 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 Okay. Maybe. Okay. This is this is this is like prime this, Adam game right this here. This is super Adam's wheelhouse. So, listen to my words. Mm -hmm. um, but I I make no guarantees as to the mass appeal of Baba is you. I like the name. Uh, I love the name. Okay, so I bought this game because I was listening to DLC. Okay. And Jeff Kanata talked about this game, and and he described it way better than I will. Sure. I guarantee it. He does this for a living. Right. 
and I'm not even, we've been doing this for five years and I, I barely know what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Baba Is You is a puzzle game where the, the, the object of each level, mm-hmm. each level is like a self-contained puzzle, mm-hmm. is to alter the rules of the puzzle. So it's not so much a matter of get from point A to point B and figure out how with the set of parameters. It's how can you manipulate the parameters to get from point A to point B. And this is how it works. In each level, there are a set of rules. Mm -hmm. And each rule is like a tile on the level, on like a board. Imagine it like it's like a grid, okay? And so each... Each word of the rule is its own tile on the grid. Okay. And then there are items within the, the, the level that are either goals or or obstructions or or there are you. So the very Baba. E- usually. Okay. okay. So as the game starts out, you are this little white sheep, Baba. Baba the white sheep, right? Got it. Okay. Makes sense. And then there's a flag. And there will be rules that say Baba is you. Flag is win. Okay. Right. Seems pretty straightforward. Each of those words is its own tile. Get that flag. So you can manipulate those. You can push and pull. Well, not pull. You can push the words and rearrange them to change the rules of the level. So if you were to push flag across the level and replace Baba with flag, flag is you. So now you're the flag. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. I'm following you. And there there are certain things like maybe there'll be rocks, maybe there'll be lava, and maybe maybe rock is push, right? Right. But you need you need to change rock to be rock is win because the flag is out of reach. So maybe you rearrange the rules so that the rock which is close to you is no longer a pushable object that's the goal okay um there are there are puzzles in this game where you can multiply yourself so maybe there's like five rocks in the level and maybe maybe some of these rocks are on the opposite end of like a river that you cannot cross where the flag is okay and you rearrange the rules so it says rock is baba and then all those rocks turn into Baba. And Baba is you. So now there's like six, seven Babas. And some of those Babas are across the river where the flag is. So once you change those rocks into Baba, you're okay. closer to the goal. So to change the rules and the words. Yes. Are you controlling Baba and physically pushing them? Or are you like as long moving as- a cursor to arrange things. No, you always have to be something in play. So you're physically so you are pushing Baba, the words. And you are moving Baba around around the world. Uh-huh. Unless Baba is no longer you. Right. Maybe Rock is you. Right. Or maybe, uh, you know, Flag is you. And the the levels are presented with... They're, it's very 8-bit Nintendo looking. Oh, it's very, fucking ugly. Right. It's terribly ugly. Yeah. Like to the point Almost where... Almost Commodore. It's it's halfway between like Atari and 8-bit NES, basically. Yeah. Um, I will not play this on the TV because my TV doesn't deserve that. <laughs> um, I'm playing this game completely in handheld. And 
when I when I heard about this game, I went on this, the eShop and I'm like, I'm not paying $15 for this. It's, an, it's it's not attractive. The visuals are a severe deterrent. Right. But the game is so freakishly brilliant and and difficult. It's really hard right. to the point where you will sit on a puzzle for like five minutes. Okay, what do I need to manipulate here? And there are, there will be obstructions that you cannot get around. There will be rules that are outside of the field of play that you can never change. Mm -hmm. So it's not like all the rules are always right there. Maybe right. maybe there's like a uh, there's like a wall that surrounds you, and all the rules are out, or most of the rules are outside. So you're like, okay, I can't change rock from push. I can't change lava from melt. I have to see what rules are in play that I can manipulate and to make it there. through. And sometimes you will solve a puzzle in such a way that you're like that's not how they that's not how they wanted me to do that. Right. And then sometimes there are puzzles where it's like there's literally only one possible way you could get through this cuz you're looking at it and you're like this is impossible. This is impossible. But just one manipulation of those rules and then like it's such a light bulb moment, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like solving solving like a like a really brilliant portal puzzle where you're just kind of like, "Oh shit." Right. And then there are some times where you're like, "Oh shit." And then you try it and no, that wasn't it. And this game has a really great rewind mechanic. You can oh. restart at any point. Right. So if you're like, "I I'm, I'm too far. I'm backing out and starting fresh." Or you can back any of your moves up like all the way to the beginning so if you're just smart. like if i'm just screwed by a little bit you right. can back up for like five moves but it is such a weird game and such a clever game and it's very hard to, to properly describe i think i gotcha um but it's really fun and it's very it's very perfect for switch because it's like i just have time for one level right pick up put down yeah um and then the game is played as you progress the puzzles are on a world map and it's never just one puzzle to the next mm -hmm. there's like there's like multiple paths that you can take so if you are completely stuck on a on a on a puzzle just go the other way and you only need to solve a certain amount before you can move on to the next world so you don't have to completely clear all the puzzles right um few a few detractors obviously i talked about the graphics terrible yeah it's kind of like squiggle vision too really it's it, it, i don't know it's sometimes it's hard to sometimes honestly like celeste is another game that i think i i would really like but every time i looked at it it was like you're so visually unattractive to me yeah. that i i had a hard time getting over it and i think some games can be like ugly cute Right. Where it's kind of like, oh, that's just really primitive looking, but it works. Right. This is just ugly. <laughs> this is just bad. Um, there's no no positive spin to put on it. Yeah, there's that. And then the other thing that I would say is that um, because of the nature of like multiple paths, the difficulty curve can be kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like maybe if you go one way, there's a crushingly difficult puzzle. And if you go another, it's super obvious and easy. Right. But at the same time, with the nature of the way this game is is programmed, um, it's all about how you manipulate the rules of the puzzle. I think there's multiple solutions to, to several puzzles. Sure. So it's not just like, I can't find the answer, because there's not always 
the answer. Right, right, right. It's, it's however you approach it and however you can break the game to work in your favor. And it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That sounds crazy. interesting. I might have to play that. It's bonkers. It's $15. I'm playing it on the Switch. Uh, it's a total Adam game. Yeah. I get it. A lot of people are going to play this and be like, what is he smoking? Um, but Baba is You is just mm. weirder than shit and a lot of fun. I might have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Very, very difficult, but rewarding, you very, say. It, it is difficult. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice because if it is just bleeding your brain right. just go the other path because right. there's no there's there's no penalty for that you don't have to beat every level in the world to move on yeah uh, yeah it's a lot of fun well my last game to talk about this month is something um also incredibly challenging mm-hmm. Sekiro Adam I, I think let's 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 just do it let's just talk about fucking Sekiro Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is an action-adventure game developed by From Software, published by Activision, and is available now for the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I don't know why you do this to yourself. Um, I haven't... I haven't disliked a game as much as I dislike Sekiro in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a hard time finding the exact way to phrase it because most people who love these kind of games, their response is going to be, well, you know, you just don't get it. This game just isn't for you, yeah. you know. You know, maybe you just need to get good, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. But but part of me thinks it's not just that. Part of me thinks it's just a fucking shitty game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's probably a mixture of the both. Okay. Uh, so I I won't spend too much time on it because after about three hours. Uh, I'm done and I'm never going to play it again. Yeah. So there's not a lot to say. It's a samurai game. It's from the makers of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. The only one of those which I had played was Dark Souls 3, which I hated. Um, <laughs> I think we talked about that on this show, didn't we? I think we did. But, you know, a new game comes out and it's like, okay, it's from the same makers. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll see, you know, I got I got a review code, so I'm not monetarily invested in it. So let's just give let's just give this a whirl. And let me just say, yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. This is this is a perfect uh, example for the podcast community. Mhm. Just because you get a free code, oh yeah. You are not obligated to no. suckle on the teat of the person who gave you this code. No. I think uh, reference Far Cry 5. Yeah. Uh, as another example of it, do you, do your listeners a service mm-hmm. by not just praising the people who gave you free crap. No. Right. I am very thankful that they would send me a free code for this game, but I still fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, it's a samurai game. It feels very aesthetically kind of... Not not like just graphically, but 
it feels very PS2 to me. Okay. It feels very uh, Onimusha, kind of, in, in just the way you're getting these weird items that are like, you have, you know... Soul orb. Right, yeah. Mm. And you're like, okay, I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be, but sure. And you're collecting odd items like that. Um, you are playing this... this, this uh, not is he a samurai? Might be a samurai. Maybe let's call him a shinobi. I don't know. I if think that's... I think that's actually maybe what he's referred that... to as, as really as a shinobi. I don't know. What, I don't know what a shinobi is other than that's like a video game ninja. Right. So you're adopted by this guy after he, this villainous guy after he destroys your village and kills everybody and he adopts you and he raises you. Um, you are tasked with watching over this heir to the throne. Uh, as you get older, he gets kidnapped. You got to chase him down. You got to find him. Okay. Um, I'm right there with you. You're right there with you. Um, the story, fine. Nothing exciting. Nothing super interesting. Mm-hmm. Stylistically, it's all right. Not anything to write home about. It's competent. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just one of those games which I guess is par for the course for them where. <coughs> It reaches a level of difficulty where they don't lay out exactly what is expected of you as Mm -hmm. far as mechanics, as far as strategy for beating things. Mm -hmm. I think we compared this kind of video game to marriage. Right. Uh, when we talk about Dark Souls, is you never really know what you're getting into. Exactly, but uh, it's you, going to be frustrating. You, you think you've got an angle on how this is supposed to go, but then whammo, out of the blue, you're just right. like, whoops, I guess I was supposed to not dry those jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first while, I was getting through it okay. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of challenging things here and there, but it was fine. And then I got to a point where there was just a guy that... I couldn't hurt and just <laughs> killed me like 15, 20 times in a row. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. You haven't explained to me anything in particular. That Swords would be, stabbed people previously. That you would be useful for me to progress here. I'm just at a fucking wall. Uh-huh. And and it's one of those games where people will like be like, well, you know, that's the whole thing with them. They don't explain, they don't lay it out there for you. You just gotta like experiment for like five hours on this boss, <laughs> and and then you'll get it, and then it'll just click. And I hear people talk about this game, and one guy was like, yeah, I was stuck on this boss for four hours, uh, but then when I beat it, it was like the greatest feeling in the world. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't disbelieve you but you know similar experience passing a stone (laughs) is fucking horrible but the moment it's done you're like oh my god thank god that's over that this feeling right now is amazing yeah i wouldn't recommend anybody pass a stone that's not something you should go through voluntarily that doesn't make it a good experience it fucking sucked most of the time. Mm-hmm. And just because at the very end there's this moment of euphoria, eh, it's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I'm just not the kind of person who is in a game for that feeling mm-hmm. of insane difficulty and the moment you overcome it, you know, that sensation of victory. No. 
I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't care about being great at video games. I'm fucking in my 40s. My reflexes aren't very good anymore. I'm done being good at video games. Right. I want just a fun experience. Yeah. However that's presented. Uh, and this game isn't fun, like, at all. Yeah. It's not even kind of fun. Right. If the story and the world were more interesting that it made me want to push, that might be something. But even the parts where I wasn't stuck, like, I wasn't really that into. It's like, I'm not super enjoying this. So now that I've hit a wall, there's no motivation for me to really force myself to spend three hours trying to learn the mechanics of this boss. So I'm fucking done with this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes to, like, these brutally difficult games, right? Uh, I'm with the shits. Yeah. Uh, I, I avoid any of those Souls games. Like, I didn't get Tropical Freeze because mm-hmm. I heard it was so difficult. Uh, when Contra became so... Remember in the PS1 era and they released, like, those really difficult Contra games? Yeah. It's like, no, not yeah. interested. Uh, I, I go to video games to have a to have a, a sense of being like somebody like maybe incredibly powerful like Nathan Drake. Right. You play Uncharted and you're like, you know, backflipping off of derailing trains and landing on ATVs and mm-hmm. and they craft those games in a way where you accomplish these incredible feats, but it's always within your grasp. Right. And games like God of War had really challenging parts, mm-hmm. but it was never because I don't know what's expected of me. It's just like, no, I just got to get this thing right. Gotta I know what I'm supposed to down do. Or... Yeah. Um, one last thing, because this game isn't really worth much more time. Uh, there's a debate I saw yesterday. Somebody wrote an article that was like, this game should have an easy mode. And a lot of people jumped on that like, no, no way, no way. This should not have an easy mode. They're like taking away the difficulty of these games like completely removes what makes them special. And I'm just going to say, if making a game hard by making it difficult to understand is what makes your game great, Mm -hmm. your game's probably not very good, period. Yeah. You can have a really good board game and tearing off half the rule book and throwing it away doesn't make that game great because it's hard for people to understand and they got to figure it out themselves Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's a great game it just means you made it more fucking complicated and hard than is necessary well and okay so here's the thing if there's there's nothing then that you can take away from the experience you know it's not like learning something incredibly difficult in life and you struggle learning a language you know and it's just you're you're just freaking wrecked and you can't figure it out and you can't figure it out and you can't figure it out and then you turn a corner and there's that feeling of satisfaction because now you have that skill for life when Sekiro's done all that pain was for nothing it was for nothing because it's a fucking video game right <laughs> and maybe like some of these you know young kids are, are, are down for that sensation yeah you and I uh, we live that yeah we, we live that have you ever tried to give a kid a bath on on a Saturday night because they fell in the mud, but they just had a bath yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's the same feeling. It's like you're asking them to amputate a leg. It's the same feeling. Yeah. It's the same unending frustration. Have you ever taken a one-year-old 
to the Olive Garden mm-hmm. on a Saturday night when it's busy. Yeah. And just tried to fucking finish your breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. That's challenge. Right. That is challenge. Exactly. Taking a kid to Target and not buying them a toy. It's fucking hell. Being on a three-hour car trip and having your kid shit their pants halfway through and you don't have any extra underwear, how do you solve that? Mm, no. So we live the frustration day in and day out. Mm-hmm. I don't need to play a video game to feel fucking frustration. Mellow so. mode, baby. Mellow mode. Mellow mode, man. It would not hurt anything to add an easier mode. It would not hurt the people that want to play this game and be punished. Because you know what else? What? Those people don't have to play on easy. They don't have to do it. Why is it a bad thing to they let can, they, more people access your content? They can play on super hard and then tell all their friends how cool they are because they beat it on super hard. Yeah. That's fine. Uh-huh. That's fine. I'm moving on. Done. I'm done, done talking about sucker. This, 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 I, I like seeing you like this. You're often, <laughs> you're often the cool and collected one. This game pushed my buttons, man. This game set you off. Push, pushed my buttons. Let's, I've, I've one final game to talk let's about. Let's end on something good. One final game. Well, one final game to talk about. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it was that good, we would have started with it. I, I, I mean, maybe, maybe we did this in the wrong order. Um, I'm playing a, a new PS... Well, a new-to-me PSVR game called Ultra Wings. Ultra Wings. Mm. Nope, do it again. Ultra Wings is a flight sim developed and published by BitPlanet Games. It's available right now on PC, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. For some reason. And Ultra Wings is kind of like Pilot Wings for PSVR. But Ultra. But Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. You, you still pilot things, too, uh-huh. um, but you pilot them ultra-ly. Ultra-way. Yeah. That sounds like a great concept. It, it, and it's a lot of fun, uh-huh. um, and they're on the right track. This is a very... Uh, it's a $15 game, mm-hmm. and so it kind of feels like a $15 game. When people talk about the offerings on PSVR and how they're kind of shorter experiences and proofs of concept or whatever... Yeah. Um, this isn't what I would call like a demo experience. It's just not fully fleshed out, at least as far as I've played. I've put about, I want to say like three, four hours in so far. Okay. And I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, so the game is you fly around a series of islands. They're very cartoony, um, colorful. It's got a nice little tropical uh, soundtrack of one song. Uh, I think there's one song throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, one song. One song that okay. I've experienced so far. Okay. It's a good song. I enjoy it. But it's one. Um, this is the perfect game to play in small doses. Yeah. This is a perfect game where it's like, I've got 15, 20 minutes. I'm just going to fly around the island, fly through some targets, through some hoops. Some hoops. Maybe, uh, maybe take some photos. It's got a cool, uh, you have an iPad in your plane, and it's like, go take some photos of these landmarks. Sure. And that sounds dangerous. You shouldn't be on your smart devices doesn't when, you're, seem, when, seem when like, you're when you're flying airplanes. Very safe. The um, FAA probably would take issue with that. This game is breezy and fun, um, but it's not much more. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very enjoyable. I don't. It's very enjoyable, like the VR element to like be up and like looking down at the island, and you can look around at all your you know all, all like the typical VR stuff of right. hey I'm here right. kind of thing. 
Um, the flying sensation is pretty good. I just, yeah. I mean, it's it's not going to be ace combat because the plane that I have at this point is pretty slow. So you're not going to vomit in your mouth, you're saying. Cool thing about this game. Yeah. There are three comfort settings, three comfort sliders. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who play VR games, you, sometimes games will have comfort settings. And especially uh, like, so like Wipeout, they will block out your peripherals yeah. so that you're not getting queasy from everything flying by on the sides. You're just looking straight ahead. And it really helps with the, with the comfort ease. This game has three different settings. That's good. Um, I tried it on just like normal mode. Cause I'm like, I've never been sick in VR before. Right. Oy. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Oh my. Yep. And, and like I said, this is a slow plane. Right. But I was like, Oh, <laughs> uh, so I went to like the medium setting and that, that was fine for me. Um, but, it's just kind of like it's it's like pilot wings so right. you, you buy an airport and you got a plane and you have like a selection of jobs kind of like in the original pilot wings you had like you're going for a license remember mm -hmm. and you had to do like certain quests like pop pop some balloons or fly through some targets or yeah it, it's it's that so you're doing like small little mini runs in your plane take off from the runway fly around this this little post it's go small back mini runs last night yeah yeah did, did, how'd, how'd that go? Uh, Do you get queasy? I woke up and, yeah. Do you have to adjust your comfort yeah, settings? Exactly. Uh, and it's just, it's like nothing to write home about. Right. But it's a fun little time pass. Diversion. Yeah. So uh, I just got to an island now that's got a volcano. That's cool. So that's kind of cool. The last island I was at had like a canyon, like with a little river running through it. And you had to fly under these rock formations as you were going through. So I, it's like it's ramping up towards cooler stuff. Like right. I just unlocked the photo runs where it's like, go find this lighthouse. And then you got to grab your iPad and, you you know, it's VR. So you have to look at the thing and make right. sure your line of sight is cool. It's not going to blow your mind. But what, what I like about some of these games I'm playing on PSVR mm -hmm. is that it reminds me of Nintendo games. Yeah. Like, a lot of times when I play PSVR, it reminds me of just like that easy, family-friendly, like Astrobot reminds you of Mario. Right. This reminds me of Pilot Wings. Um, the 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 VR playroom reminds me of like Mario Party kind of stuff. And it just makes me really wish really really wish that nintendo wouldn't make that thing out of cardboard <laughs> um because i i watched the trailer for the games in that labo uh -huh. they look neat yeah they look really neat um i wish that wasn't made out of cardboard not buying cardboard vr um i bought a labo the other day why uh target had like a i don't know if it was an accidental clearance okay i'd, I'd read a thing about uh someone was posting online they said hey at target all the signs uh, still say $70, but if you scan them, they're scanning at 20 bucks. That still seems steep to me. So I went and I, well, you know, when your kids get older and you go to uh, uh, Michael's uh, for a little weekend project and, you know, you're going to spend 20 bucks on fucking cardboard yeah. uh, quite often. So yeah. I was like, okay, okay, 20 bucks, I'm, I'm down for a try. All right. Um, so I haven't really jumped into it that much. I'll, I'll talk about it at a future date, but uh, I did. Probably on a dad diary. Yeah, but I did pick one up. Hmm. So yeah, um, Ultra Wings. It's it's fun. It's light. It's not gonna blow your blow your mind or anything, but it's you know if you enjoy Pilot Wings like I did, mm -hmm. 
like you did and you have a PSVR, 15 bucks is not a lot to ask for a for an easy breezy flight sim game. Right. So I I I recommend it just, you know, temper your expectations. Yeah, sure. Nice. Well, whoosh. That's a lot of video games. So many games. I played two Switch games, John. I'm proud of you, Adam. I know I know a lot of people listening right now are proud of me. They're like, wait, do they like Nintendo? I'm confused. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's do some small talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have something important to talk about on the other side of the break. Something called Megadads Plus. Holy shit. Welcome, everybody, to Small Talk with Elliot and Daddy. I am Daddy, and you are who? Who are you? You're not Nora. That's your sister. Who are you? Elliot. Elliot. Hi. How are you doing this month, Elliot? Good. Good. What's What's new? What have you been doing lately? Um, I've been. You got a new. Playing Yoshi. You've been playing Yoshi. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Yoshi a little bit. Uh, what are you doing at school? You just started a new class, right? Mm-hmm. What's your new class? I think it's. You think it's science? Yeah. What do you do in science class? What do four-year-olds do for science? I should started it. You just started it? Huh? What did you do on your first day? So what I did is we had we had like little poke things. And we had like hard things. So we had to like push it and we had a wall and then it did what we did with the posting we could make our own pictures in it but after we're done with it we could we would make a new thing and then we could like do noising like like on a, on a, on a, on a, and and when on the end what we say is that um um hello hello Banana, 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 banana. It, it, the iPad copy us. Okay. Was it fun? Yeah. All right. Well, we've been playing a brand new video game. What game are we playing, Elliot? Yoshi. Yoshi. It's super cool, isn't it? Yeah. You, you don't seem to think it's very cool. Are you excited to play it? Yeah, I'm excited! Okay, well, what do we do in the Yoshi game? Mm. Who are you? Who is Yoshi? Who is he? Uh, he eats people and his stepsis. And I had a people yesterday because spit his tongue out, but I think I lost him. He eats people and then you spit him out and you lost him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what I is, what lost is... my toy one. The toy one? Huh? The one that was from my shelf? Yeah. The blue guy? The yarn Yoshi? You lost that? <laughs> okay, no, well, no, I didn't. We'll find I did, it. Uh, no, I didn't watch that when I find one. Like, like, we, we had that one. Was like, where we like push it down and his tongue spits out. Oh, like this. Yeah, we, bleh, bleh, yeah, bleh. yeah. We used to have one for McDonald's. I think he's in the bathtub toys. Yeah. Well, we'll find him later. Yeah, All right. Okay. So Yoshi is a dinosaur who runs yeah. around and he eats people. And what happens after he eats people? What does he do with them? Um, he puts them in an egg, and, and the egg comes out of his 
bottom. <laughs> and the eggs come out of his bottom? Yeah. What does he do with the eggs then? He throws them. He throws them. He throws them. So he eats people. He and eggs he come... throws it up. Oh, yeah, baby. And then eggs come out of his bottom, and then he throws those eggs at other bad guys? Yeah. Is it fun? Yeah, but I think those eggs are totally stinky. <laughs> Why? Because because it comes out of the bottom and poop is in the bottom. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, um, those might be poop eggs. You, you don't have eggs coming out of your bottom, do you? No. All right. No. Well, what's... But my poop looks like eggs. <laughs> your poop looks like eggs? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, what's the what's your favorite part of the Yoshi games? Um, I like fighting the giant. You like fighting the giant? Oh, the big giant dinosaur that chased yeah. you? Yeah. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a brand new game, so we're probably going to be talking about this one for a while, right? Yeah. We'll probably talk about this one next time, too. Oh, yeah. Because we just started it, right? Yeah, baby. All right. Do you want to say goodbye to the people? Say thanks for listening? Stay for whistling. All right. Woo! Good times. Good times. Adam. Mm-hmm. So, this past month, March, we celebrated five years of Mega Dads. MD5. MD5. Mm-hmm. So now, we got to look to the future of Mega Dads. The, f- the future, Conan? <laughs> In the year 2007. <laughs> yeah, that's tough for you. Yeah, that was. So... We have recently announced, as many of you have probably seen, Mega Dads Plus. Mega Dads Plus. Which is a rebranding, I would say. Restructuring, reformulating. Reformatting of our Patreon page Mm -hmm. for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, I would say. We want more money? Is to get more dollar bills. Right. Yes, number one is because we want to go back to E3. Mm-hmm. We want to go back, We not go back, go to PAX East. Go back to our wives and say this wasn't a total waste of time. <laughs> PAX East just happened. Oh, man, dude. Looked like a lot of fun. It sure did. We want to make the things that we create better. Mm-hmm. New equipment. We really want to take Megadads to another level. The only real way to do that is to get more support. Right. Um, it's very hard to justify spending money out of our own pockets. You know, we, we spend money out of our own pockets we, on this a we, lot. The big things like E3 and PAX are very expensive. Uh-huh. And we want to do those things, but it's hard right. to do uh, without support. And we have great supporters but we want to take things to the next level. And, and one of the things that we have on the horizon is to really support our YouTube page. Our, mm-hmm. For five years, we have had a YouTube page. Doesn't right? see a lot channel. of action. Yeah. Your, your kids corrected me on that a lot the other month. Yeah, it's a channel. Uh, it's a channel. Adam. A YouTube channel. And there's stuff there, but um, we don't have really good recording equipment. Like We don't have the means to operate uh, regularly content-filled YouTube channel. Because if we're going to do it, we don't want to do it half-assed. We want to do it very well. I mean, we're, not, 
We're not the Nintendo dads. No, no, we're not just going to casually throw shit on the internet and be like, well, see what people think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean Capri's going to hate that. He thinks we talk a lot of smack. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we really want to expand and make Mega Dads bigger than ever. Yeah. Um, also, I think another part of it is I think we needed to simplify a little bit uh, what we offered. We had four tiers before. Mm-hmm. Uh, different levels we've we've condensed that to three mm-hmm. uh, we have fewer goals stretch goals you know there's just three stretch goals posted right now because it was kind of a lot on there and maybe too much to kind of wrap your head around so it's simplified gold platinum and diamond level tiers um, and it's it's just our effort of saying we we want to keep going with Mega Dads. We want to not just keep going at this level. We want to make it bigger than it's ever been before. And we need help. We need support to do that. Well, and not only that, but I have always been fervent in my belief that the people who do support us, mm-hmm. um, they deserve... Uh, they deserve the best. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a person who believes that... When people support you on Patreon, you just take that money and say thank you. I'll try harder. Right. Like, I am very, I am very much of the opinion that the people who are supporting us with their hard-earned money deserve premium content. And we need to show them what that money is doing. Right. So Mega Dads Plus, you are no longer just patrons. You're no longer just, you know, sending dollars our way. You are members of this family. And we're gonna treat you like such. Mm-hmm. So, so we are referring to you guys as members now. You're part of the team, and we're we're doing lifetime rewards now. Right. So, the Hundo P Club. The Hundo P Club is that now it's not only a matter of you know if you pledge this amount you get this reward. Now we're saying if you've been with us this amount of time and you've dedicated this much of, of your hard-earned cash mm-hmm. to Mega Dads. Now you get these rewards. There will as be well. special rewards, yeah. which we'll kind of announce as they as they happen. Um, and and like always, uh, like we've always said, every penny that goes to Mega Dads through Mega Dads Plus goes straight back to Mega Dads. Mm-hmm. None of it goes to us uh, buying games for ourselves. Nope. None of it goes to you know us to just spend willy nilly on whatever. Every single penny goes to things like prizes for Megadad's trivia, uh, convention expenses, new equipment, travel expenses to conventions, things like that. New shows. New shows. One of one of the one of the new things that we announced with Megadad's Plus is something I've been working on, a passion project called Sketch Play, which I've seen a little bit of, and it's fucking rad. It's going to be a summer video series. It'll mm-hmm. run this summer. A lot of people have. You know, we ran we ran a poll mm-hmm. a little while ago asking people what they liked about our, our Patreon mm-hmm. you know, service. And a lot of them said that they liked the art cards. Right. And I've had people reach out to me personally saying, when are you gonna do more time lapse videos? Yep. So we've taken we've taken that into consideration, both of those things, and I've created a, a video kind of docu-series where it's a time lapse of me creating art based on a certain video game that I've enjoyed and me narrating talking about the game interspersing some footage of the game yep. and that's going to be a summer series it'll be available first to members of mega dads plus and then to everybody else and the first episode is available right now what 
right now to everybody. It's not summer. It's not summer. It's not this summer. is the first episode, the preview of this is going to be on our YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash megadads, correct? Yep. yep. So everybody can go there and watch the first episode of Sketch Play, and you can decide if it's something that you think it's worth supporting and being a part of. Yeah. So, yeah, if you listen, watch, read Megadads, uh, and you like what we do, we very humbly ask your support by, the website is still the same, patreon.com slash megadads if you were a patron before you're a member now yep, nothing that, that hasn't changed we're just kind of renaming it refocusing it uh to try and do great things moving forward because the bottom line is you and i have been doing this for five years yep we've been asking for support for three mm-hmm. and um we just want to do the best that we can for our entire audience and we hope that you will come on this journey with us. Yeah. We're not content to just kind of ride the coattails of the success we've had so far. Mm-hmm. We're, we're taking things up a notch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash Megadads. Uh, Adam? I have to ask you something. Yes. Uh, I was watching Paw Patrol the other day. Sure. Right? As you are wont to do. Uh-huh. And um, something occurred to me. Ryder, the the lead character in Paw Patrol, mm-hmm. much like all the other human characters in Paw Patrol, fucker's got four fingers. Four fingers. And it occurred to me mm-hmm. that this is not uncommon in the children's cartoon or book design. Right. Where illustrators will give their characters four fingers. They're humanoid characters. Yes. They're just straight-ass humans. They're people. With four fingers. With four fingers. What is the mindset when... Me, me as an illustrator... Right. I've created multiple characters over my nearly 40 years of, of life. Uh-huh. Uh, How many fingers did they all have? They all had five on each hand. Yeah. Never once did it occur to me, I'm going to change things up, give this guy less digits. You put value in anatomical correctness yeah that's why every one of my cartoons has genitals you might not see them they're there but they're there that's why you work in layers in photoshop exactly because first you draw the genitals right and then you layer on some underpants if you would go back to all the megadads 2d comic strip Uh uh-huh it's just full of cock (laughs) there's so much cock you just you can't see it it's all there take away one layer we're free balling it and that's why i ran out of time yeah that's why i ran out of time why, why would a person design their character with four fingers? What's the mindset there? My only guess is to prevent any of those characters from being drawn, giving somebody the middle finger. Oh, my Be- God. Because you don't have a middle finger anymore. Wait. Oh, shit. If I had you- to look at my hand and subtract <laughs> one finger to, to figure out if that was right. No. You have that is right. You have an even number of fingers now, and it is impossible for you to flip somebody off. Do the Simpsons have four fingers? I think the Simpsons have four fingers, they, right? They might. They might. A lot of cartoons have. I think it's pretty common. It makes no sense. Other than that. Other than that. And people really have a strong belief in that. It's the only logical explanation. Huh. Headlines! Adam, headlines. This is a part of the show where we pick the news topics 
that happened over the past month that we want to discuss. And this month, we're doing a little different. Yeah. We decided uh, we're not so much going to each pick one, but we're going to cover kind of a topic uh, that was quite prevalent over the past month. Across the interweb. Across the interweb. And that is uh, the digital video live stream direct style presentations that all three or four, four. if you're counting fucking Google <laughs> uh, presented in the last month. An abundance of video presentation announcements. Yeah. Um, An onslaught, really. Over the last couple of weeks, it seemed like every other day somebody was having a video announcement. Yeah. So we just thought we'd take this moment of the show to kind of cover all of those, uh, all of those streams, mm-hmm. all those events. Yep. Nintendo, I think, was the first one of the month, right? Nintendo had their. Did they did they officially refer to it as a Nindy Direct? Is that their I th- terminology? I think they called it a Nindy Showcase. Okay. I think is the wording that they used. Uh, where they showed off a uh, uh, smorgasbord? I, of, I think you almost said that, right? Independently developed titles that are coming out on the Nintendo Switch. A lot of games. I think that this was a pretty damn good presentation. Yeah? If I gotta say so. Um... Should I break down some of these games? How do you want to do this? You want to talk about the overall, or I mean, let's just we'll go through some of the highlights. Okay, you've got them up in front of you. I do. Um, what which games kind of jumped out at you as being exciting? Okay, so here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was a great presentation uh-huh. with about two games that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a lot that looked interesting to me. I. I do play indies. Obviously, Baba is you. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I get really turned off by by just, like, I don't know, an independent game. And for some reason, it, whether right. it's my, my lack of time to play or I really want to play something hardcore and, and super polished. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see a lot of these games that just don't do it for me. But I'm going to go through some of these titles. You tell me if you're excited. Sure. Um Overland, actually, I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, that's this from, is by uh, Finji. Finji. I love Finji. Mm-hmm. So this this one was kind of like middle of the road for me. It's like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, here's here's my here's okay. Let's break it down. Okay. You talk you talked about the division and how handcrafted and beautiful this was. Uh huh. A lot of these indie games say procedurally generated. Right. I've played one procedurally generated game that I've enjoyed, and that's No Man's Sky. Uh huh. Any other game I've played that has this tactic, it just. It can come off looking a little generic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what did you think of Overland? I am intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those guys put out good games. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be following this one. And I'm be curious to see um, what the word of mouth is. And, and I, yeah, I, I'd like to try it out. I'd like to check it out. Uh, and we got uh, NeoCab looked like shit. Um, I, uh, I think... The- conceptually it's maybe good i i wasn't a big fan of the art yeah i mean the whole thing just looked like uh what do they call those visual novels remember remember the uh when mtv got into animation like aeon flux yeah it kind of yeah. looked a little bit like that it's like oh it's kind of fugly a little bit yeah and I, I wasn't too hot on that mm-hmm. uh blood roots was kind of like a wild looking like samurai looking game i mm-hmm. guess where the dude's like flying around the screen and fighting guys and yep. again looks like it would be fun for what five ten minutes right i mean it, it looked neat but it's just not doing it for me 
What um, did you think of uh, 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 my friend Pedro? Uh, uh, I think that looks fun. Uh, it it reminds me of Deadpool. Like it, it looks like it's like kind of got a Deadpool sensibility. Like humor, right? Yeah. It, it looks like if you took Deadpool and you and you infused that into like one of those old Super Nintendo games, like what was it Bloodthorn? Remember Bloodthorn? Yeah. Or like Out of This World uh-huh. kind of side sort of thing. That, that looks cool. Yeah. I think that looked neat. Yeah. Um, it's got a it's got a banana that tells you to kill people. That's unique. Right. That's unique. Um, the the, the big one everybody talks about is Cuphead. Yep. Uh, I have to eat my own words. A little bit. Did you say Cuphead will not come out on the Switch? I just... I always was kind of vocal about the fact that people are overplaying this whole Microsoft-Nintendo partnership thing. Right. I was, you know, like, okay, yeah, you got Minecraft and, you know, whatever, but it's 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 never gonna... It's never gonna be cross-pollinating your games. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think this was gonna happen. Xbox is not playing by the rules anymore. They're not. They're doing things just differently. <laughs> and <laughs> and there's just no predicting what they're going to do next because yeah, every 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 move they make now is like, "What? Yeah. They what the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> like Xbox Live is going to be on the Switch. They're going to implement Xbox Live into Cuphead. The so I'm going to, what, play Cuphead and get an Xbox achievement? What the fuck you world is this? Start playing it on your Xbox and maybe continue on your... I don't know. I don't right. know. Um, the what? the thing... Okay, first of all, I didn't like Cuphead. Uh, I liked it, but it was another one of those games where I was like, yeah, this is really, really, really hard. Yeah, I, I admired it, yeah. um, but yeah. I didn't enjoy it. Um, the reason that this is exciting is I really hope that this will lead... To the point where Microsoft helps Nintendo in hardware. That's um, an interesting thought. I, I, the thing that's confusing about this is this relationship so far is so incredibly one-sided. Microsoft right. is just giving, 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 giving. Right. Nintendo is just taking, 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 taking. Right. And at like what point? I mean, obviously, Microsoft benefits by furthering their their reach with their software, and they're in, they're in more of the position of needing to make radical moves, right? Um, I get why they're doing it, but I want to see some back and forth here. Right? When is Nintendo going to offer something up? Whether that's a game on the Xbox or them coordinating efforts, you know, Microsoft is all about this Project X Cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think for a second that they're only going to sell like this little dongle or this little attachment thing for your controller to plug your phone in mm-hmm. and they're not going to have a dedicated screen with a controller, you know, they're going to have a switch right. for this thing. They want you to play on all these different screens. Eventually, they're going to sell something that is the controller integrated with with a screen. They have to, right? That only makes sense. Possibly, yeah. So maybe this is going to be like some sort of like blend of Nintendo and Xbox hardware, maybe. Right. I'd love to see that. I just don't believe that the only... I don't believe they're just going to push this out to screens without offering some sort of purchasable... Because I don't want to plug my phone into my controller. You know? Right. I don't want to play on my phone. Right. I did that with the, uh, the PlayStation app thing that they just had last month yeah the little remote player that's garbage i think the concept <laughs> right now is that any 
I think, I mean, because the Xbox controllers have Bluetooth, I think. So the idea... You, you can use your controller with the phone. Right. But what I'm saying is I don't want to plug my phone into my controller. Right. I want a Switch-esque thing. Yeah. Um, and we're going way off of topic here, but... <laughs> it's I, interesting I, to see what they're going to do. I want to see the marriage lead to more than just Xbox giving Nintendo games. Right. Is what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. Uh, and then the other ones were uh, what the the cadence, the the, the, the dancing Hyrule game. I never played Crypto the Necro Dancer. I uh, never heard of Crypto the Necro Dancer. I heard of it. Uh-huh. I'd heard good things over the years that it was a, a really good indie game. So I don't know what to expect. But I mean, the, I like the art style. It's a 2D Zelda looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I depending on if they priced this right i mean we're already getting uh what's it called the other 2d zelda game this year uh link's awakening link's awakening we're already getting that which i'm sure is a full-priced game so i would maybe hope that this was more of like a 20 25 kind of a thing instead Mm -hmm. of like 60 because i don't know if i need two you know two full-priced zelda 2d games yeah I think this is like pretty much just a dungeon crawler, though, isn't it? Like, I, I don't know. It, I, I've heard it's like a rhythm-based, right? Almost like a puzzly dungeon, dungeon crawler, crawler yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I so know. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'd like to. I'd like to see Visually, more of it's it. cool. I don't want to play a game where people are just hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Hopping. I didn't like the way they moved. They hopped a lot. They hop. It's like an, it's clearly grid-based. You the, know, it's the hip, not the hippity hop. Well, I like hip hop. Hip hip hippity hop hop. Don't stop rocking. No, you should stop. <laughs> you should definitely stop. So that was the Nindies. That was the Nintendo one. Pretty good. Yeah. They I, did, you know what was smart about it? What? They dropped that right after the uh, Stadia thing. Like yes, right, they did. Like right after Like it. the next day. They're like, don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Talk about this. Yeah. There's a dancing Zelda game. Yeah. There's a dan- Zelda can dance now. Took and that spotlight. And here's Pine. It looks like a like an N64 Zelda game. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Talk about this now. Why not? Oh, the other game that I liked was Red Lantern. Oh, I don't even remember that one. That was like the Firewatch looking thing where you're snow, you're like on a sled Uh, with dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It looks like Firewatch. Yeah. It's like Firewatch with dogs. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. PlayStation State of Play. State of Play. That was their uh, inevitable jump into the direct style presentation, I think. I'll I'll tell you this. Yeah. A shh. Hameless ripoff of the Nintendo Direct style. Yeah, yeah. Like, like down to the uh, the little blades showing you what's uh-huh. coming. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there watching this and I'm like, I really like this, but fuck, this is blatant. <laughs> this is blatant. I would say if if they did anything to change the format, mm-hmm. I like the inside Xbox format of having a host. There's something about there's a there's are definitely different. Right. I like the idea of, like, here's a host, and we're going to talk with developers. We're going to have you on the stage. We're going to show a bunch of trailers. But we're also going to talk to some people and have a little back and forth. It gives a little more personality. I would I would, I would, would encourage them to look at that, you know, add, like, an actual face to these things. I think that's, I think that's harder to do than you think. Um, first of all, there are no good personalities at PlayStation. None uh, of none of the faces of PlayStation right are very 
they they all just kind of come off as like pompous d bags. Right, just just, <laughs> so, a, just a dude in a suit. Sean Layton, like I like your words, but for something about you, just you remind me of like an Indiana Jones villain. Right, you know, you're just right. like your suit that's just unbuttoned. There's no tie there. You're saying the things we want to hear. I don't quite trust you, but yeah, but you're you probably are a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think. I, I kind of liked that just because I don't think they could pull that off. I don't think they have the charisma. They'd have to come up with a... They'd have to find a new personality. Bring back that dude who was, like, pretending to be a, a Sony executive. That guy? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you remember him? The dude? Guy. Guy. Guy fella. Guy PlayStation. Yeah. They bring back Guy PlayStation. I'd be down for that. Yeah. He could host it. Do a little tongue-in-cheek. Uh-huh. So, this was... By large... Nope, that's not it. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Try again. This was mostly a PSVR event. Just sidestepped the whole thing. You, you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't remember did, the right nope, way to didn't, say it. Didn't even fucking try. Okay. Most of what they showed was PlayStation VR. Yes. Which uh, I know some people cried about. Um. Here's here's my question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why? Literally, the first thing I saw about this was we are going to be talking about the future of VR mm -hmm. and some upcoming PlayStation games. I think the people that got upset were people that were like, "I don't own," but that. I don't own that. Right? It's like okay, but I don't understand how people were surprised by this. It was the first thing that I read. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think this was another really good showing. I thought this was. I, I should just let you talk about it because people automatically are going to say that I'm just fanboying out. You are. Uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, Dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a specific word they used for oh, a, Sony Pony. Sony Pony. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one I've People heard. are going to jump all over my shit when I give my impressions on this because they're they're very positive. But you you talk about it. If you need me to help you with game titles, I can run those down. Okay. Well, uh, they started off with uh, something really cool. Mm -hmm. Iron Man VR. Iron Man. Now, granted, what they showed... Didn't look good. By itself was not like, whoa! Yeah. But I also think, um, thinking of what that might look like in the VR mm -hmm. is maybe a little more exciting. It's like it's like the this, this preview embodied the difficulty of marketing vr right it's like you can't really explain how cool it's gonna look once you're wearing the thing right. but imagine it imagine you're <laughs> iron man yeah so i'm excited for that yeah. i'm curious how full of a game it is right as i'm sure it'll be shorter to, as opposed to like a 15 minute experience right well i mean they wouldn't headline this thing i don't think and and with with it just being like a demo, right? But I don't, I won't expect this to be a full like a twenty-hour game. game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no Man's Sky is getting VR, dude. So here's my thing. Here's my two cents. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to try this. Uh, the last couple times I've tried No Man's Sky, I've just kind of made peace with the fact that I just don't really like playing the game that much. Yeah, I think I love what they're trying to do. And I think it's impressive, and I think it's ambitious, and I think when I play it, I just kind of like, eh, eh. I have fun for a little bit, yeah. and then I'm like, mm, I'm done. Here's here's what I've decided with No Man's Sky. Right. Um, I did not play the, was it Visions? Was that the last? I think so, yeah. Last update. 
The last update I played was the was like the big one, but then they had that graphical update, and then they yeah. had the underwater update. I haven't played any of those. Um, when I played after the last big update, I continued on mm-hmm. in my normal campaign with right. like all my stuff. I feel like I'm gonna go to the casual create universe, yeah, where they just give you all the stuff, right, and you can just. That might be more, yeah. Instantly get like your your buggy or your submarine. Build your base. Build your base. Yeah. Uh, I started doing that with my continuation of my regular campaign, and I ran out of resources. And then you get back to the grind of of mining and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think when this happens, I'm just gonna jump into the easy mode, right? The the relaxed mode where they just give you everything and go to town. Because I think you and I co co-oping. Like a base on a cool planet. It could be rad as hell. Could be freaking rad. In VR. With no restrictions in VR. Yeah. I think that could be amazing. So I think that's what we should try to do. Because I know you're going to try it because it's free. Yeah, I'm definitely ready to try it out. Let's do that. Um, Blood and Truth, I think, looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's made... Is it made by London Studios, I think? Yep. So they did the... uh, In PlayStation Worlds, they had a mini game which I don't quite remember. It was like a chase scene shooting. The title of it, but it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am really excited for that one. That one looks really cool. I think that comes out in May. That one has like, I for real think like the highest probability of making me sick though, because it looks like a fast paced action jumping yeah. around thing. Yeah. So buyer beware there. Yeah. Um, any other VR one? Falcon Age. Falcon Age. That's I've not heard, on this list I've here. I've heard lots of good things about Falcon Age. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know like what, what the is? story is, right? But you're like a dude with like a pet falcon who has a top hat, yeah. And I've heard that it's just freaking rad. People at PAX are like just gushing about it, yeah. So I've got my eye on it. They didn't show a heck of a lot, right? No, that looks really cool. Um, what else? Five Nights at Freddy? No, no. I think that was pretty much it for VR that they showcased. I am very excited next month everybody's golf vr yeah i don't i don't think that was shown here now that is that an update to everybody's golf or is that a new i think it's standalone it's a standalone game because i saw listings for it for like 30 dollars okay online so i think it's a standalone experience and i am jacked for that really fun multiplayer if it's Uh got online multiplayer in vr heck yeah that would be really cool uh and then they also showed off a couple non-vr games um concrete genie which Mm -hmm. looks neat it looks really neat i'm curious about that um, Days Gone, which I go back and forth about yeah. because I hear very polarizing things on. Um, I will be picking this up. Yeah. So I'll let you know. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's one of those just like every other Sony game that comes out, Adam. Very... So, Sony makes one kind of game. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm curious about it. It's, I would have to wait and hear actual, I think... Um, I think the thing with that is it's like it's very much probably going to be like an 8 out of 10. And those are very easy to just kind of let slip by. Crackdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It, you know? it, it, it's fine if it's just a good. It's yeah. a good game. But then that's got to fit into your life. Right. Yeah, you don't go out of your way for an 8 out of 10. Right. Um, and yeah. So I think that was most of the big highlights that's of, pretty much it. of the state of play. Yep. I think that was a good first episode. That was great. I was very yeah. happy with it. I'm, I'm excited was, that this is a thing. I'm excited that they are committed to VR because that's more or less what my PlayStation has turned into is a VR machine. Um, so to know that there's going to be many games this year 
well, for me to play on it. First of all, Sony is known for like ditching their shit. Yeah. Like just that didn't work. Peace out. Right. Um, so this shows that this last holiday season, they paid attention. Right. There is an extra effort put into VR this year. And to me, that says VR is definitely going to be part of PS5. I think it would have to be. Because PS5 is not far away as far right. as announcements go. And I don't think they'd be making this extra push on VR just to then let it go. Right. So that's exciting. They seem committed to it. Yep. That's great. Which is good. Very happy about that. Finally, um, Xbox held a much smaller kind of uh, show. Not They didn't have a big hubbub about it, but it was all focused on ID at Xbox Games, which is their indie label mm-hmm. that are going to be premiering on Game Pass. And so these are all just... If you're Game Pass... You get them day one. Get them. Which is one of the main reasons that I subscribe to Game Pass is mm-hmm. a lot of indie games that maybe I wouldn't buy, but it's like I've got a constant selection of these new games that I can check out if I'm curious about. Um, they, so they didn't show a ton of them. They showed uh, Killer Queen Black, which is a game... Uh, I think it's also coming to Switch. It's an arcade kind of thing. Uh, I think it's like eight player. It's like Joust. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've heard a lot of good buzz on it. I think they've got oh, it. I at, see what you did there. Ah, da, da. Uh, what's that bar downtown or uptown that we went to that one time for my birthday? Oh, right. That I think, place. I think they've got that machine there. Yep. They were um, playing that. They were playing that on like the big screens. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks pretty cool. Um, Outer Wilds, Blazing Chrome. The big one, the one worth talking about for me is um, After Party. Okay. Which is probably one of my most anticipated games of the year. Really? Yeah. It's from the developers. Uh, it's Night School Studios. So they did Oxenfree, um. which I loved. And this looks like it's very much the same style as Oxenfree. Uh, but I think the story is that you're trapped in hell. And Oops. you have to like challenge the devil to like uh, a drinking, like a drink off. Like you're getting drunk in, the, in hell to try and get your way out. Okay. Uh, so sounds, sounds very double fine so far. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But I really loved uh, the style of Oxenfree and the way they did dialogue and and, and, and that all that. So I'm super super so excited. So it's like a like a story based. It, yeah, it's like a two D adventure side scroller kind of thing. Sissy Jones is in this game, right? I think she is. I think she is. Hmm. Yep. Uh, so I'm, maybe you could get her on the podcast. We should work on that for Megadad's X. Yeah. We should do that. We should book her. Back off, Sean. Yeah, man. Just don't snipe in on John's Twitter conversation <laughs> this time. That's, so, how, that's how that went, right? That's exactly how that went. Okay. Um, yeah, that was basically it for... Uh, oh, and The Good Life, which looks kind of interesting. I think you play as like a dog. Uh, <gasps> speed. Oh, stop. Stop. Okay. Are we done talking about this? Yeah. I <gasps> think that's it for Xbox. Okay. Hold on. Wait. John. Yeah. Yes. They're making a dogs and cats game for Switch. Did you see this? A dogs. It's like Nintendogs. Is it Nintendogs? It's not Nintendogs. It's called like dogs and cats eat shit and play or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's basically Nintendogs. And I was thinking to myself like a couple of months ago, I was like, self, I wonder how my dogs are doing. Yeah. Because I could dead. Th- you could throw frisbees at them. They're, remember, they're I could blow now. bubbles at them. When was the last time you played? Uh, like 12 years ago. Oh, they're long fucking dead now. Yeah. I mean, even if I took care of him, he would be dead at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, that'd be really cool. I, I kind of like want to do that. Yeah. 
for and I'd play. Our kids it. would love the shit out of that. Yeah, right. I love Nintendogs. Yeah. See, I like Nintendo. I like Nintendo when they do weird shit like that. Yeah. Just offbeat stuff. I just you said you said something about a dog, and then I got you're like, like I don't I don't like dogs right unless they're fake if they're virtual right pretend dogs. Yep. Adam. Hmm. This next part on here. Hmm. Should we jump into this? Uh. Yep. A little game theory. Uh, yeah. With ghost. Ma. You want to see what he, he's going to talk about? Stadia. Oh Jesus! Should we, we did. Not, should we not do it? We didn't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about Stadia whatsoever. I don't know that we need to. Okay. Do you want to say something about Stadia? I mean, I don't know if I could do it quickly. Okay. Let's just. Should let's we just, put a put a pin in that? Let's put a pin in our Stadia. Okay. I think I I think I peed too hard into the microphone. Wait, that didn't sound. Let's <laughs> say I think I popped. I think my peas popped. Um, well, let's, let's hear what Luke has to say about okay. it. Okay. Let's hear what Luke has to say. Yep. Hold on, I didn't push the button right. Try that again. Okay. Wait, still didn't do it. <laughs> you heard it click. You heard it click. It's still recording. Greetings, Megadads and Megadads listeners. Insipid Ghost here for another Game Theory with Ghost, the near-monthly segment in which I answer your questions and offer you inherent logic towards the gaming industry. It's near-monthly because, well, Adam and I forget to do it quite often, and it should let you all know where you stand on our priority list. Low. It's very low. Now this is the voice that I have selected for today's Game Theory with Ghost. We're going to be answering questions from Antonio Guillen the Hypecaster, Mark Peterson, and some douche named Justin. Alright, here we go. The first question comes from Mark Peterson. What were some of the names they came up with before deciding on Stadia? Well, Mark Peterson, that one's easy. Some of the names they decided on, uh, but then changed their minds before entering into the Stadia was something like this. Now, I'm reading from the list here. Let me get me old glasses. Uh, Google Wave, Orchid, Google Plus, Google Hangouts on Air, Google Answers, Google Catalog Search, Dodgeball, that one's odd, Google Notebook, Google Page Creator, Google Video, Google Glass, and Google Know. Huh. Should really give you a lot of confidence going into the Stadia era that Google's gonna stand up large and support it. You know, you get a lot of PlayStation Vita vibes from this one. Ooh, doggy. That answers that question. Pretty easy there. The next question comes from Antonio Guillen, the Hypecaster. He says, can you play Stadia if you are or are likely to become pregnant? By God, we're changing voices midway through. Uh, to answer your question, oh, we're back into another voice. To answer your question, Antonio Guillen, uh, you can indeed play Stadia if you are likely to become pregnant. The only caveat to this system is you cannot put your pineapples on pizza. I don't understand the relationship here, but it has to do with the inverse ion conductor rates of the Stadia's Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi to you common folk, uh, and the cloud rain system. You see, you get acidic rain that can come down and, and disrupt your pregnancy hormones, uh, and you don't want that to happen. The basic crux of this joke is that Stadia is a stupid name and sounds like a medical infection. Alright, the next question we have here, oh geez, comes from some kid named Justin Masson. 
Uh, this question reads, <clears throat> let me get my douchey voice on. <clears throat> what would Donkey Kong have named the stadia? How many bunches of bananas are in a teraflop? Will Donkey Kong Country Collection be released on the stadia as a launch exclusive? Uh, thank you for answering my questions, Ghost. You're my favorite person. Justin's got a weird voice. Well, let's go in reverse order here. <clears throat> Will Donkey Kong Country Collection be released on the Stadia as a launch exclusive? I don't know what the hell a Donkey Kong Country is. I know about that Shrek movie where they got the donkey who's appropriately named Donkey, but a Donkey Kong Country Collection? My understanding is they only indeed make collections of good games. You know, like Carnival Games or Kirby. Anything's really better than Donkey Kong, am I right? Donkey Kong's such a mean old character. Why would he stand up on that building and throw barrels down? Furthermore, why is he wearing a tie but no underwear? How many bunches of bananas are in a teraflop? Well, if you want a flop, why don't you launch a Donkey Kong game onto the Wii U? Remember that Konga game? Well, that hit big. Thanks for that one. Uh, the last question, oh my, what would Donkey Kong have named the Stadia? Kirby. That's what he would name it. Kirby. These jokes are getting real old, Justin. I'm gonna need your, your, your interest in me to, to calm it down. You're a weird person. That's it for Game Theory with Ghosts. This one ran long because Justin smells. Shut up, Adam. Thank you, Luke. Insipid ghost. Insipid mother effing ghost. Adam. He's, he's, he's a nice person. He is a nice guy. He's one of the nicest guys I know. He's super positive. Yeah. Sent, he sent me a DM the other day. He said, I want to choke you. Wow. It wasn't sexual. Well, like a sexual way? It wasn't a sexual way. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, made fun of, I made fun of him because he had, like, tweeted out of the Xbox thing. Uh-huh. Like, how did you feel about the last episode of the Xbox Drive? Right. And I was like, I sure got a great nap in when you guys were talking about Apex again. <laughs> but he didn't respond, like, in that thread. No. Oh. He, he waited a day and said, I want to choke you. <laughs> And for a minute, I'm just kind of like, what happened? What? And then and I didn't respond, and he didn't say anything else. And I'm just like, does Luke want to murder me? Did you just leave it at that? I eventually was like, LOL. And like, I was uh -huh. I was actually worried. Yeah. I was just like, maybe if I pretend like I think it's funny, then it'll all be cool. And I hope he doesn't actually want to homicide me. Yeah. That'd um, be bad. Yeah, I don't want to die. I can't see him you know, dismembering a corpse. That doesn't seem like him. That you think he, you, you, he wouldn't clean up the scene? Is that what you're saying? I just don't see him, I just don't see him being the kind of guy that could do that. He, he could maybe hire somebody to kill somebody. Right. I, don't, I don't see him being able to do the dirty work He'd himself. be the mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see him cleaning up blood and guts and, and cutting up a body to hide a, hide a murder. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, do we really know him? I mean, he has two personalities, personas. Exactly. I thought I knew him. Maybe Luke Lore, by day, is teacher guy, happy person. Right. At night, by night, right. at night, he streams Apex, and, and then... Fucking straight up murders people. Yeah. It could be it. It could be it. Let's do some trivia. Trivia, Adam. I like trivia. Trivia is brought to you by... The members of PlayStation. 
Oh fuck! You did that wrong. We bad branding. Bad branding. Bad branding. Hold on. No. Should I edit this out? Do I go back? Do you want to edit it out? I don't know. Or I'm do we scared. Or do we just leave it? I'm scared. Do we, if we leave it, we're kind of admitting that we that we didn't think this through. Uh. Uh. Fuck it. Leave it. Okay. Brought to you by members uh, of Megadance Plus. Oh man, that thing that. <laughs> Everybody knows what it is. Totally original title idea. No. So every month we give away prizes on Megadad's Trivia. Thanks to you. Uh, if you would like to support Megadad's Trivia and everything we do, you can be become a member of Megadad's Plus by going to patreon.com slash Megadad's. It's going to take me a while, Adam. Yeah. It's going to take me a while. It's it's like getting in a pool. It's Yeah, exactly. But you got to get past I told, the nipples. I told you we went to a pool, right? Yeah. And then, so, like, it's one of those indoor water park pool things, mm-hmm. right? So you know everybody's just pissing everywhere. It's just, yeah. Elliot brought one of those little little water squirters, right? Uh-huh. And, like, uh, it was sitting at the table, and he's like, Daddy, I want my squirter, I want my squirter. I'm like, okay. So I went and got a squirter, and I handed it to him, and he, like, <laughs> loaded that sucker up, aimed it directly at my face. Straight up urine, right? And in I was like, don't! And as I was saying, don't! He shot it, went right in my mouth. Just a piss cannon. And I was just like, oh, just straight up just piss gargling cannon. like eleven different kids' urine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why am I not closing my mouth yet? <laughs> Do I secretly enjoy this? <laughs> For one dollar a month, you can $1 become a, a member of Megadeth Plus. Yeah. So go ahead and do that. Um, last month's question, Adam, was. What is the title of the first article that we ever wrote for Megadads? Because we were talking about Megadads 5. It was our anniversary last month. Yeah, congratulations. Your options were Dear 1998 Adam, BR Takes Over the World, Brother versus Brother, or Dad Achievements. And we're giving away this time, Adam, we're giving away that amazing Bioware bundle. That big ass package the backpack uh-huh. the shirt uh-huh copy of anthem the lanyard was the important part the lanyard yep. uh the pins mm. there's a lot in there bunch of stuff to whoever got this right uh the correct answer was what the correct answer was vr takes over the world oh i'm so excited to it see has, who it hasn't this. done that yet it's five years later uh what's going on uh it's working on it it's working on it <laughs> adam Mm-hmm. Who is the lucky son of a bitch who won the Bioware bundle? Our winner of Megadad's trivia and the Bioware prize bundle is Bloody Runner himself, Dan Nagin. Dan Nagin, congratulations, sir. I am so envious of you. Not just for your devilishly good looks, because now you've got a styling new backpack. That he can run with. That he can while run. While bleeding. <laughs> Just don't bleed on the backpack. You know what I love so much about that joke? What? He is literally the only person in the world who knows what it means. We never explained what Bloody it, Runner is. No, and I don't think we should. All right. It was just, it's a, it was a little moment between us and Dan. Yep. And it just caught on. And we'll have another one of those moments. Very soon. Yeah. Very, very soon. This month, Adam. This month we're giving away... A cool prize, I think. Okay. We're giving away one year worth of the subscription to EA Access. EA Access? On the Xbox One. That's rumored to be coming to PlayStation, am I correct? I've, I've heard rumor of that. Do you think your do you think your account would be applicable to both 
platforms if that happens? Probably not. Probably not. I'm trying to trying to juice up the prize here. It here. might. It probably would be. Yeah. It probably would be. I think it's almost most definitely. Yeah. So EA Access, if you don't know, is a cool subscription service where you get not only access to a lot of games in their back catalog, like say all of the Dead Space games mm -hmm. or all of the Mass Effect games. Mm -hmm. All of those games are mm -hmm. available to you. You also get free previews, uh, usually a 10-hour advanced preview of upcoming games like the new Madden right. or Anthem. Yeah, you can play 10 hours of Anthem and decide you don't want to buy that. Exactly. I, I usually play, use this to play Madden every year. I play 10 hours of Madden and then I'm like, I'm good with Madden. <laughs> I don't need any more Madden. Yep. So, one year of EA Access for the winner of this month's... Luke Lore gave me a year of EA Access once. Did he? Yeah. God damn, he's a nice guy. I don't know Not why, even I don't, a murderer. I don't, that was before he wanted to choke me. Hmm. Yeah. This was before I pushed him to homicide. How the tides have turned. Yeah. What's this month's question, Adam? Tides don't turn, do they? Tides change. That's not... What turns? Tables? Tables. Tables. Fucking tables turn. You're doing what I did the other month. All Jeez. your sayings are wrong. You alright? I'm okay. Should we, you, leave it in. Just leave it in. Okay. I'm so fucking stupid. What's the, <laughs> what's the question this month? Uh, which of the following games is not a game released by Electronic Arts? Hmm. That's what EA stands for? That's what they stand for. I thought it was Erectile Anomaly. <laughs> uh, your, your choices are The Bard's Tale, Skate or Die, exclamation mark, Mutant League Football, or DJ Hero. Adam, mm. if somebody knows the answer to this, yeah. how do they communicate that to us? They do what Dan Nagin did, yep. and they email us at megadadsblog at gmail.com. That's the right thing to do. That's what you do. You can win yourself a year of EA access. Easy peasy. Oh, there's someone at your door. Oh, I thought you were passing another stone. No, <laughs> no I was just playing Sekiro. Ah! Ah! ah fuck! Ah. Who's at the door? Okay, here's the thing. Here's, yeah. here's the thing about our producer, Papin. Mm -hmm. All right. Also a perk of being a member of Mega Dads Plus. That's right. He is a member of Mega Dads Plus. Mm -hmm. This guy right here. Yeah. He's an adult. Most of our supporters are. But he used to be a kid. Many of them have been. Yeah, that's how it works with time. Uh -huh. um, some of you know I used to be a teacher. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I used to teach kids. Yeah. At a at a daycare, at a before school and after school thing. Yep. I met this member of Megadads Plus when he was four years old. Shut your fucking word hole. He was one of my students. Oh my how old was he? He was four. How goddamn old are you? Very. Because he sent this from college. Oh my god. And I I listened to it and I'm very appreciative, but I also died inside. Because <laughs> um, first, that means I'm really goddamn old, and really? second, I kind of, sort of, still see him as a four-year-old. Right. And to know that he listens to this crap, yeah. um, sorry, I feel you know it's like it's like there's a there's a, there's a there's wall, a uh -huh. there's an invisible barrier there. Right. Um, Tony Hughes is our is our member, our poppin'. He has broken down that wall with a sledgehammer. Jesus. Uh, he's heard all my F's and S's. My gosh. And um, apparently he's no longer four. Do you, do you still, like, if you talk to him now, mm -hmm. do you still ask him, like, do you have to poop? Do you have to poop before you go outside? I used to babysit him. Yeah? In his house. I've met his parents, John. 
I've met his parents. This is probably the first producer we've ever had who you've met their parents. Yes. I would think That's so. guaranteed. I would think it's so. It's definitely the only producer that we've had where I've accepted money to tuck them in at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely... That's definitely a thing. I didn't want to get hung up on this. He didn't. Oh. Men- he didn't mention it in his pop in. Right. I think out of respect to me. Right. Because he's like, I don't want to make this weird, but I'm like, I'm gonna make it weird. That's what it's we do. Probably gonna make we for make good shit podcasting. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so let's listen mm. to this. Absolutely not a four year old. <laughs> and his producer pop in here is Tony. Greetings and good tidings, my friends. It's me, Tony Hughes. What an honor it is to be here with all of you today. For those who don't know me, I am currently schooling at the University of Wisconsin-Stout, where I'm studying to become a media production graphic design teacher at the high school level. Uh, What I want to talk to you all about is the gaming life at Stout. Now me, I'm usually a one console man. I've had a PlayStation for some time now, uh, but as recent as a couple of days ago, I now own a Nintendo Switch. So that's pretty rad. Got a uh, Let's Go Pikachu right away, and I've been enjoying that ever since. But uh, the current craze at Stout consists of students spending all their time with uh, Apex Legends and, of course, the Smash Ultimate. Uh, There's not a week that has gone by since the release of Smash for the Switch that there hasn't been a tournament happening some part of each dorm building, not that I do very well in them. Uh, but uh, you can always hear the screams of joy and anguish over, you know, a well-timed spike that sends Pikachu either off the map or just down below the the platform. Uh, I currently main Yoshi and uh, Mega Man. I like the projectiles with Mega Man, and then Yoshi's just got a great move where, you know, he can uh, eat people, poop them out as eggs, poop people right off the map. It's a great, great play. Uh, I have been spending most of my time playing Apex Legends, though. Uh, for someone who is awful with Fortnite, I absolutely love Apex. Uh, the first-person shooter slash battle royale gaming style is exactly what I needed in my life. Uh, loving each legend too uh, for their own skill set. Uh, my favorite, obviously, is Gibraltar. Uh, he's the large defensive tank that sweeps the board when when caught in a sticky situation. Uh, but of course, you can choose any of the other ones. I also use Pathfinder a lot. I like his. Uh, zip lines move easily throughout the map but uh you know all in all i just want to make sure i thank uh our adam and john the true mega dads and uh everything they do to keep me and probably everyone else very thoroughly entertained in their uh time listening to their podcast uh thank you all for listening thank you adam and john once again thank you all mega dads for life bye guys as a as a perk yeah. for being a Megadads Plus member, mm-hmm. I will come to your house and tuck you in. Tuck you in. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's one of those hundo P club. Yeah, uh, you got to be with us for a while. Right. I right. have to be comfortable with you yeah. in order to do, to do the old tuxies. Yeah. That's what we call it. Let me ask you one thing, Adam, before we get to the last word. Okay. Um, as you know, we are both homeowners. We both own houses. Yeah, we do. Uh, I hate owning a house. Not a fan of it. Really? Nah. Nah, I wish I could be in an apartment some days. I mean, like on the on the like I need to mow the lawn days. Well, so I recently bought a new stove. Yeah, and and I bought it from Best Buy. Okay, and they put the stove in because you can't go to Sears anymore. No, they don't exist. 
So they put in the new stove and they took the old stove out. That's how it works. Um, and we we bought a new hood, you know, that goes over the thing and it vents outside. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and it goes it sucks all that. So your house doesn't go on fire. Steam out into the out through the roof. Yep. Um, so we ordered that on Amazon. Oh, you had to do that yourself. Because we're like, we didn't like the ones at Best Buy and they were super expensive. So we're like, we found a good one on Amazon. And it showed up and it was just a hooded jacket. And I took out the old one myself. But, you know, there was like, there's actually like electrical work to do. It's not just plug it in. You it's can't, like wiring. You can't, you can't do that. And like, okay, we got to hire somebody. You got to mm-hmm. hire somebody to just put this in, you know, screw it to the wall, hook up the wiring. Right. So we had a guy come out to the house uh, just the other day. Where'd you find him? Uh, on the internet. Okay. Um, and first of all, he c- he couldn't do the job because there's some duct work that we got to work on. So number one, he couldn't do it. So you paid him anyway. He actually didn't charge for oh. the for coming out. All right. But just took something as he left. He quoted me on what it would cost to install this hood uh, when we co- have him back. If uh, we have him come back to right, do the work. Yeah. What would you think? Oh boy. Installing a hood above. A stove would cost you probably more than what you would have paid at Best Buy at this point. I mean, just 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 give me a guess. You're, just the you're, labor. You're, you're yeah, because we own we have the hood, so he's just coming out to to mount it to screw it into the walls, and he's got to run the wiring up to the wiring that's coming down already, and he's got to hook that up. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. You're close. It was almost nine hundred dollars. Jeez, Louise. Which is more than we spent. On the stove and the hood. Ooh. Is that not fucking ridiculous? That's, see, that's the thing. It's like, okay, so these these kind of uh, servicemen, uh-huh. as I call them, yeah. in the service industry, in the yeah. worker industry. Almost sound like you're describing a prostitute. Guys at work? A serviceman. No, those are hookers. Okay. Um, they take advantage of people like us because they see you right now are wearing... Uh, PlayStation symboled button-up Sony PlayStation shirt. Yeah, and I'm gonna unbutton my my flannel that I have right now and show you that I'm wearing a Star Fox T-shirt. Yep. So they we're easy marks. They're like, look at these fucking nerds. He could walk in your house and say like nine thousand dollars, and be like, oh shit, get the checkbook, honey. You'd be like, oh, let me get my Venmo account yeah. Yeah. open. Yeah. Um. So they know they they smell it on us. Right. Because as we've established before, we smell like USB cables. Yeah. Not man. No. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I can. I, so I'm, it's not even hooked up right now. It's not hooked up at all right do, now. Do you know any men? Not really. I remember the one time that you were uh, rehabbing your basement, uh-huh. and I went to unscrew. We were like, we had all this stuff out, and I was unscrewing an uh, uh, electrical plate, yeah. right? It almost killed you. Uh, your wife then turned the power on while yeah. I had a screwdriver in there. Yeah, we almost it- murdered you. You almost homicided me. Yeah. Uh, like, so, so many people wanted to kill me. Sometimes I just kind of miss the old days of, like, call the super. Mm-hmm. Let's just replace the thing. Yeah. So simple. Well, and things aren't as easy as they used to be. So I've got a, I've got a Nissan Altima, 2013 Nissan Altima, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, headlight burnt out on it, right? Right. And you would think you would like pop the hood and just go at the headlight right Re- there, reach like, in there and change it, like you used to be able to do on old cars. Uh huh. You have to like go through the goddamn wheel well. That doesn't seem smart. I just slashed the hell out of my arm because I'm like, I'm not going to remove this entire giant panel. So right. you open up just enough to get your arm in there. 
You gotta go through the goddamn wheel well. So they make everything so different these days. I just like things to be old and, and clunky. Back in my day. Yeah, like yeah. a screw in a light bulb. Jesus Christ. Adam. What the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about the last word. Oh. The Here we are. Last word. This is what's voted on by members of Mega Dads Plus. Good job. Thank you. If you want to become a member, go to patreon.com slash megadads. Check out all the new details on Mega Dads Plus. And you can vote on this every single month. What did the people choose as their topic for the last word this time, Adam? So they, they, they as they always do, they have like an option. You know, mm-hmm. you present them a list and they mm-hmm. vote. And mm-hmm. um, I got to say, I'm with the shits on this one. Yeah. Uh, they chose timeless. This was a good one. As the last word. This was a good one. Uh, referring to the old retro games. Yeah, the question was, which older video game... Have you been able to come back years after you played it? So we're talking, you know, old NES, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, that kind of thing. That like you... real retro. Not real like retro. When, not like when the kids today talk about how their first system Game was a GameCube. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck off. <laughs> um, an old retro game that you came back to years later to discover that it is just as good mm-hmm. as the day you play it. It held up perfectly okay and is still a joy to play mm-hmm. what were some of the picks what do we got here adam uh we got joseph hoover joseph hoover he says i recently played through the original xcom and its remaster and that game really holds up for me so much so that i bought xcom 2 last week and i can't wait to fire it up xcom light it up light it up david snyder says super mario 2 such a weird diversion from the series. Never revisited. Let's go back to Subcon. Is that the name of the dream world? Is that the name of the world? As we've established, right. that's where you go when, you, when you're when you passed out on the bathroom stall right. floor. Huffing modeling glue. With a, with a face full of toxic uh, chemicals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he does spray paint. Maybe that'll be the next one. It'll be like Yoshi, Yoshi's Colorful World. It's just all spray paint. Ooh, I like that idea. Or maybe it's maybe it's that like keyboard duster. And all just, the like, compressed air. Yeah, and it's and you'll have like a you'll have like a like a flood mechanic where you'll just have like this. It's all these wind powers. Yeah, that'd That's, be cool. All the games are just different ways Yoshi gets fucked up. He needs help. <laughs> Mark Peterson says Final Fantasy VI, a cliche answer, but a correct one. Really, like. I see all these Switch Final Fantasy remakes, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I just, I just want six. Yeah. I just want six. Yeah. Who's next? Estuardo Zenteno. Yeah, nailed it. Whoa, who's this guy? He's a guy with a fucking rad name. That's Man. who he is. Can I call him Easy? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm not implying anything. Oh, you just called him a slut. <laughs> <laughs> He says it should be a link to the past, but I never played it when it first came out a thousand years ago. Whoa, whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I was 38 yeah. when that game came out. <laughs> <laughs> he says I played it for the first time three to four years ago, so instead I'll go with Super Mario Brothers 1 and 2. Do you think 1 holds up? Um, I think... I don't think many NES games hold up. Mm-hmm. I think the Mario games hold up better than most i think yeah i mean I, I guess mario super mario brothers one absolutely holds up i just wouldn't like call that like the highlight of those old no. older super mario right, games no but uh it's still a great game yeah jason bryant says super metroid 
I play through it at least once a year and it always brings me joy. I can never manage to do a speedrun because I always find myself exploring absolutely everything. Super Metroid. It's a good ass game. I always admire these guys who are like, I play through this game like once a year. I once right. saw a guy say he plays through Chrono Trigger every year. Jesus H. Yeah. And That'd I'm be like, the one game you play every year. And I'm like, say hello to your family once or twice, <laughs> would you? Johnny Casino says the adventures of Lolo for the NES. What the what? He says it's so much fun and never gets old. The graphics aren't anything to get hyped about, but that doesn't matter for a puzzle-style game. I played it when I was around six or seven and still go back to it today. Adventures nice. of Lolo. Ryan Inderlead, Super Mario 3. What an insanely good game. I've, I've long said that's my favorite, Mario mm -hmm. 2D. It's I good, know we differ on that. But it's a good damn game. It's a great damn game. Sean Capri, Connery Pants says starcraft brood war is perfect anything that has been in the real-time strategy genre since feels completely extra and needless the story voice acting complexity multiplayer it's the definition of timeless so great ryan craig says super mario world which is your favorite mario 2d uh-huh always makes me smile to me the game is perfect and should never be remade and finally uh, Maintenance Chief Carl from Twitter says Zork! Text-based fun for all. Even though I played it years ago I've forgotten most of its secrets so it's like playing it anew. Which I guess is probably the most correct answer because wow. text doesn't age. It's just <laughs> words on a screen. Yeah. So that's hard to argue with. We don't use words like that anymore. Yeah, our words are different. We got more syllables. <laughs> <laughs> What would you, uh, what would you put on there, Adam? Well, okay, I, I've got a few in my head. Let's, mm -hmm. How far back do we have to go? I would say PS1 era or earlier PS1. is what I would consider retro for us. Okay, um, so for Megadad Sketchplay, um, which we talked about earlier on the show, mm -hmm. uh, I was playing Klonoa, Door to Phantom Isle. Yeah. And surprisingly that game holds up yeah um for for you know we talk about how the ps1 era those 3d games don't age well right but that game did a did a sprite polygon combination so the visuals aren't fully 3d like the characters are all sprites yeah kind of like how xenogears did it you know where you had 3d environments with sprite characters in them mm -hmm. um so the so the visuals didn't I mean, they're obviously not as good as they can be, but right. it, it, it didn't hurt like when you go back and play like Tomb Raider 1. Yeah, or Resident got, Evil. Right, and you're just kind of like, hey! Yeah. Um, so that actually held up really well. Um, Wave Race 64. Yeah. I think that game is phenomenal. I don't care how, you know, jaggedy those polys are, just the the races themselves. Like, I love that game. Anytime we do retro games and we play that, that, mm -hmm. that one holds up really really well um and like mark peterson said the obvious answer is pretty much like any of those great super nintendo games i think that generation more than any holds super, up. super nintendo is just like what was great then i mean a lot of these answers were on super nintendo yeah you got super mario world super uh, metroid yeah, yeah i mean that that's there's something about that 16-bit era right where it was it was a combination of that that good sprite art is still beautiful and like the reason that they're you know still making games that look like that now. and right and those were like 
some of the best in their genre. Like, mm-hmm. Are there ever going to be platformers better than Mario 3 and Mario World? Are there mm-hmm. ever going to be RPGs better than Final Fantasy 6 and Chrono Trigger? Yeah, I think Super Mario World is still a beautiful looking game. Yeah, to and play. the music. Music was great in that age. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff from that era. Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, I think still holds up really well. Yep. Um, I would also add, speaking of N64, because N64, a lot of those games don't look great anymore. They look yeah. fucking rough. Yeah. But I still think Mario 60, or Mario Kart 64 uh, yeah. holds up really well mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So I would add that one to there as well. I think it, I think there is something to be said as well about your, your attachment to it. Yeah. Like obviously if you handed one of your kids the controller and had them play wave race, they'd probably think it's dog shit. Right. Um, so I've got kind of that embedded, a little bit uh, of affection uh, for it. Yeah. Nostalgia goggles. Um, and everybody has that. That's kind of like the whole the whole allure of retro gaming you don't go back and play those games just because they're old and collectibles you go back and you remember what it was like to be nine-year-old sitting in the living room with the windows open on a summer day mm-hmm. that was very specific that was very specific but yeah i think super nintendo genuinely mm-hmm. uh the great games on there hold up incredibly well yeah incredibly well mm-hmm. that sound adam that sound means we're coming to the end of the show choo-choo the end of another episode the, the caboose this is the part where we choose two things that we have enjoyed over the past month that we want to share with you that aren't necessarily video games adam john what do you got um i got i got two things in my head i'm going back and forth between do you want like a like a, a heartfelt thing or do you want like a cool thing uh, ooh, jeez. I'll let you pick. You, heartfelt. Heartfelt. I'm going to see you cry like a bitch. I'm not going to cry. Okay. Um, but, so, as I've mentioned multiple times, I took my kids, my family, to the water park. We mm-hmm. celebrated my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I struggle with that I don't talk about a lot is I have a very difficult time living in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I often obsess about what's coming next or the crappy things that are going on right now. And I have a very difficult time just like accepting right now things are good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, for instance, today, I keep thinking I got to go to work tomorrow. That sucks. I got all of Sunday left, but yet I keep thinking about work. Um, At this water park, we spent so many hours playing in the pool, going down the slides, going in the hot tub, and kids were just having so much fun. And I was like actually able to enjoy the moment and not think about all that other crap. Mm-hmm. And I think other people are able to do this easier than I am. But I recommend, um, if you're able, really look around at what's happening. And if you're having a good day, like thrive on that. And don't think about all the stressors in your life. Because especially as parents, we got a shit ton of stressors. Just try to appreciate the moment and the things you're doing right now that aren't so soul crushing. Uh, I, I just had such a great time with my family and just thinking, you know, these kids are only going to b- get bigger, you know, like Nora's not going to be, you know, speechless for long. And Elliot eventually is going to not want me to put him to bed every night. And, you know, it's just like live with what you got right now. I uh, I should have said the cool one. Oh, I, I watched Creed 2 last night. It was oh, good. It was, it was good. good. Yeah, was I, liked, good? I liked it. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, mine um, is a movie that I watched, and uh, it's a bad movie. It's not a good movie. Oh. But it's probably the one of the worst movies oh. that uh, I enjoyed watching. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, it's called The Dirt. It's it, heard it's it. on Netflix, and it's the story of Motley Crue. Oh, I have heard of this. And I gotta say, um, the writing, mm-hmm. not very good. Yep. The acting, mm-hmm. pretty poor in a lot of places. Yep. Uh, but I still fucking had like a good time watching it as as someone who has been listening to Motley Crue for like thirty years. If you're uh-huh. a fan of it. Um, they are they are some horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the, the the movie is 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 gross and and perverse and, and they do some horrible shit. Pure eighties, huh? Pure eighties, but like as someone that loves that era of music and especially that era of like rock and metal, mm-hmm. uh, it was really entertaining to see the shit that they pulled and and what they did. Um, it's not it's not a good movie right but if you've got a soft spot for that kind of stuff I think you'll like it um, they did a pretty good job I think probably Tommy Lee was like the best one they got a good person who looked and sounded uh, like a heroin addict <laughs> like like Tommy, that, that was Nikki six Nikki oh. six was the the heroin addict uh, the Vince Neil not a great Vince Neil no uh, no pretty bad actor <laughs> That Vince Neil had some heavy shit going on, you know, during that period. Uh-huh. Uh, and this dude does couldn't handle it. Didn't have the chops. Couldn't handle it. Um, but it's just shallow and fun, and it's full of good music. And you know, it's on Netflix, so it's not like you got to go to a movie theater. Uh, if you like Motley Crue, go watch The Dirt. The Dirt. The Dirt. Okay. Uh, not gonna do that. It, it, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would you watch it if I told you it opens with a scene of female ejaculation? Would that make you say, I should watch this? It's the opening scene? Like the first thing they do. Yeah. So like once I'm done with that, I can... You could shut it off then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's kind of a gross movie. That's it. That's going to do it for this episode of Mega Dad's Live. That's a weird way to end. <laughs> Not gonna lie, <laughs> that was an unusual climax to this show. Mm. Hey, Adam. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Yeah. I recommend everybody that's listening to this show go over to Patreon.com/slash/MegaDads to check out MegaDads Plus. MegaDads Plus is here, guys. Go look it out. God damn it! What's wrong with you? I'm done with fucking word. Just did you have a stroke? Just okay. Just finish the show. Okay. As just we close out, you show. can check us out on Twitter. We are at Megadad's blog. We are on Facebook, Megadad's. We have a we have a Facebook Megadad's group. Um, we have a Discord that mm-hmm. John started that we never are on. I check it on occasion. Every once in a while, people will be like, "Where is John and Adam?" <laughs> and then I don't respond. Um, that's kind of the state of our Discord. Yep. But I think we need to. I think we need to do something about that. I try to. I try to go in whenever I recall. Yeah. To, uh, you know. It's kind of like visiting your family. Right. You're like, why? Why it's am like, I? It's like calling mom. Why am I know? associating with these people? Yeah. Like, I have. To, I have to come here every holiday. Yeah. Um, that's our Discord. Yeah. So go check it out. And then coming up this month, John, we have a huge feature coming up on the website. 
Are you talking about the 50th installment of Gamer Spotlight? No. Oh, shit. What are you talking about? Oh, we got that too. You want to talk about that? Uh, 50th installment of Gamer Spotlight. That's happening. That's happening. The other thing we're doing is we are doing another top 50 list. Oh, snap. Yes. People were so angry at us when we did the top 50 games of all time Hated last it. year. Hated it. So we thought we would do it again. Mm. But this time we are doing the top 50 video game characters of all time. Oh, it's going to be good. It's starting soon. It's going to be good. So we'll be posting all that stuff on the social media, and you can check it out. We're going to be releasing it just like we did last time, one week at a time. We'll be doing 10 characters per week. Yep. Counting it down to the next episode of Mega Dads Live. So, uh, awesome. Very exciting stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your continued support. We will see you next month on Mega Dads Live.